Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. All right, what's up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast, and this one is uh, this one's rad. It's close to home. It's with a uh, local, uh, I guess you'd say, a fighter now. Josh Kuhn is a uh, guy on his way to um, creating his own path in mixed martial arts, and is on his well on his way to becoming a professional mixed martial artist. Uh, but before that, he's owned one of the Gold Coast's biggest tattoo studios, Fresh Ink. Um, a really, really rad guy to talk to. He's uh, a dude that I know has a lot of respect from a lot of people that I respect. He's involved in the CMBT gym, uh, and it's all through stuff that he's earned. Um, and now I think the reason we talk about in the podcast, but I think the reason that everyone is so interested in in his career, even though he's only got a couple fights under his belt, is because he's just a guy like he's made like you know he's got. Um, the great business like he's sort of really ticked all the goals that he set out for in his life and he doesn't really have to do a lot uh and he's risking all of that he's putting uh, a huge name in the tattoo industry on his back and he's uh going out there and essentially risking it all which is really interesting to watch because a lot of people don't have the courage to do that um so it's a really really good podcast i really enjoyed sitting down uh and talking um for this amount of time uh he will be fighting uh on saturday at the eternal mma card at southport sharks i'm pretty sure tickets are almost sold out uh but you'll be able to watch uh josh around 7 p.m on the live stream on youtube and we're going to post those links as well so um awesome podcast with uh, a total legend uh before we get into it though just want to give a shout out to our sponsors First, you got to thank the legends at Boost Mobile for everything that they do. Uh, if you watched Supercross Companion the other day, you probably saw on Sammy's story that we were like having dramas with our MBN, and then I ended up just streaming the whole Supercross on my phone. Um, nine times out of ten, the Telstra 4G network that Boost is on is actually better uh, than the dog shit MBN that I have to use at the studio. So um, those guys literally save us and it's something that we use constantly. Uh, it's not just a sponsor. So uh, also got to give a shout out to the guys at CMBT Nutrition. Whack that in Google or Instagram uh, and you're going to see a bunch of dudes that are really, really living the lifestyle. Um, it's easy for me uh 
to be involved with these guys because like I'm just not the dude that really cares or thinks about supplements that much apart from just like knowing I should probably take them when I train um, but they're a group of fighters designing products for fighters um, so again that's CMBT Nutrition um, they own the CMBT facility here on the Gold Coast that's where Josh trains out of as well um, but a, a legit group of martial artists that are living um, the product that they sell so stoked to be involved with those guys um, also got to give a shout out to the guys at Crick's Tweed if you are in the market for a uh, new or used car from Crick's Tweed if you buy anything from them before June 30 you're going to go into the draw to win a brand new KTM 450 SXF uh, an insane uh, reason to upgrade a car uh, or just probably just need one anyway uh, but yeah, head to uh, crickstweed.com.au or go and see Kyle and the boys down there. Uh, and then if you mention Gypsy Tales for all you Moto fans out there, uh, you're going to get a $500 voucher from MX Store. So uh, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Josh for coming into the studio today and good luck on the weekend. I'll be there uh, to cheer him on and uh, hopefully watch him get his third first round knockout. All right. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Cheers. From the gang the plugins yeah fucking earth, bro. <laughs> that's gonna look good right so i'm here with josh coon the man of the moment i feel like on the uh the gold coast not really gold coast like i guess we can say the australian mma scene yeah uh, a dude that i got to roll with a while back and yeah uh, just when i sort of first made the idea of having yeah. a crack at mma yeah and uh dude i fucking i just there's like a vibe that you get with people especially you're a fucking tattooed dude you've got that fucking g look going on but there's none of that bullshit fucking g attitude that came with you and i was like i was interested i was like fuck pretty pretty cool dude you know like you're real you know just learning and you seem real receptive like none of that ego like especially like you know the ego that you get when you're like oh yeah well I'm fucking MMA dude rolling with a jiu-jitsu guy if there were strikes I'd fuck you up it's like there was none of that nah man and I was like, like okay 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 I'm just I'm learning bro I'm learning as I'm going man so like if I just shut my mouth and listen to what people have to say like I'll learn more you know mm. as soon as I start putting my two cents in you know then there's there's just room to take in shit that's not not valid to me you know like so I'm humble bro you know I, I know that I I haven't got a strong jits game. That's why I'm in there doing it, you know. Yeah. So, and from people who know, I may as well just learn off them. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a, it was cool, man. And and the the other the other thing uh, as well that I got from you was that it seemed like a lot of people have respect for you, and yeah. it was a it's a a cool. It was just cool, like to hear the way people talk about you because we live on the fucking Gold Coast. There's a million cunts that have fucking tattoos and have the fucking all the gold shit and they're fucking they think they're tough and if i've learned anything from jiu-jitsu is that fucking nine out of ten of those dudes are not tough at all <laughs> and it's like so to have that look but to have that respect from people was pretty interesting for me as well yeah and i mean like i, I know what you're saying and it's it's not even that i'm going for a look like you know like anything that i'm wearing it's like it all represents something like you know this is my brand this is a loyalty ring that you know we dish out to our, our crew after putting in time this is a wedding gift from my you know from my wife yeah you know i'm not trying to make a look i'm a tattoo artist by trade which is hence why i'm covered in tattoos you know yeah, like yeah. you know um 
so I guess it's just it's a natural look, man. You know, I'm not trying. Yeah. I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. I just yeah. this is just what I am. You know, and, so and I, I guess, fuck and I believe it. You know, you know? and there'd be people that would tell me that where I wouldn't believe it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, cool, bro. Yeah, cool story, bro. You know, but there's fuck there. There's a thing about it. So you're fighting this weekend, uh, Southport Sharks, right? Yep. On the Eternal MMA card, this will be your third fight. This is now? my third fight. Yeah. Yep. Third fight in like six months or something yeah. less. I'm trying to fight actively. You know, like yeah. I. In my opinion, I, I started pretty late at this sport. Most yeah. people are sort of, you know, achieved or have at least put the groundwork in and sort of starting to make momentum now. Yeah. Not that I'm saying I'm too old or anything, but it's just like I'm trying to get a wriggle on, you know? Like, yeah. So I'm trying to fight actively, get as much cage time and experience as I can so that I can, you know, just, just fucking, you know, have, a run, have a run at it, man. Yeah. yeah. How old are you? I'm 20, what are we at, March now? 20, 29 in a couple in a couple of weeks. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so dude, there, there's. I'll say one thing. Like I started jujitsu at twenty nine. Yeah, and fuck, I'm in the best shape of my life, and I'm yeah. thirty two this year, and it's like, yeah, it's crazy to me, like the way that my body changed from just jujitsu, and I mean, you're training like a fucking uh-huh. animal, like you're doing it right from from what I can tell, and from you know what Miles and the boys at Combat have said. Yeah. And it's like, you really live in the fucking lifestyle. Yeah, thanks, man. No, well, like, I've put the work in already in, in my career, my tattoo career. You know, I've got the yeah. business and, and that's sort of established and, you know, that's that's all set up. And that sort of helps me so that I can step away, you know, and it, like that pays my bills and mm. covers me and allows me to train, you know, full time now, which yeah. is what most people don't. People are still juggling a full time job. Not to say that I'm not working, not to say that I'm not still grinding and going into the studio and, you know, doing what I need to do. But like I've got a team yeah. behind me that's helping me with a lot of that. And, you know, this is, yeah, it's just sort of like now I can put all my time into it. Yeah. And so I am like I'm training, you know, between three and five sessions a day, six days a week doing these proper camps six to eight weeks dieting you know i'm doing it properly fuck man shit must be fun oh it's good man the hardest thing is not even the the training people will go how do you train that much yeah the training's the shit you want to do that's what i want to do fucking recovery and shit that's hard and the diet oh oh, man like i'm the biggest foodie like i love food i love going to restaurants i love taking my wife out and eating at dinners and doing all that stuff so like she struggles too while while i'm in camp because we're not doing all this nice stuff you know but and I just see all these little snacks and little treats, but I know like this is this is the sacrifice now, you yeah. know, and it's it's gonna pay off, man, you know. I Fuck got, yeah. Got uh, Geordie, the fight dietitian, for the first time. He's doing my all, nice. my, all, my, all my stuff, man. Nice. So like, I feel great. I yeah. feel great doing all this, you know. And this is the first time I'm I'm cutting weight, so I'm dropping a division. The last two fights I fought at, I um. Did you do lightweight or welterweight? I was welterweight for the last two. Yeah, that makes me feel a bit better about myself. Yeah. Cause fucking you felt strong as fuck when we rolled. I was, yeah. like, I was like, this is fucked. I was still probably only 76 kilos or something yeah, like okay. that. Yeah. But, but you are strong. Like natu- fucking yeah, na- strong. Na- naturally. Yeah, man. I, I am. I get people say that to me at times when we roll too, cause I am quite a skinny dude. Yeah. But then you roll with someone like you and you're just like, fuck, that's like, that's, that's a strong version of like this size, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, so this will be my first weight cut, getting down to the division. So I've lightweight. Got, so what is lightweight? lightweight? Lightweight's like 70 kilos. Okay. 70. 70. Fuck. I don't know that I'd make... Well, I guess if I did it properly, With I would With the I'd water cut and like the right guidance and, you know, the people in place and, and all that. Yeah. You get down there and then you got your time to rehydrate. You got like yeah. 24 hours is the weigh-ins of the day before. That's the hard thing with the jiu-jitsu stuff is that you Same weigh in on the, on the day, yeah. yeah. I've had some fucking shit days where I've had to like 
done nogi at like two o'clock in the afternoon yeah and you're just like you're just all day waiting 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 to fucking um to have you go and you can't eat you can't do nothing because you've literally got to weigh in like fucking 20 minutes before you actually jump on on the mat yeah that's tough i wouldn't be doing a weight cut for that i'll just roll roll bigger dudes yeah i mean i've fought bigger dudes my whole life so that's why i've got like no stress with jumping in with the you yeah know, in, into that weight division without cutting weight fuck it so like we've got a couple ways we could fucking go here because there's there's like a ton of shit that i want to talk to you about like even dude honestly man like i think it fuck full full dis like disclaimer here i think the first time i ever saw you was your chick fucking come up on my instagram at some point yeah and then i i like looked into her photos and then i saw you and then i like looked into your shit so oh, yeah. i fully think that's how the first she's a glamour I so it. i don't doubt it i'm yeah. sure a lot of cunts have done that too <laughs> so no hard feelings but dude i fucking that just come to me then i was like i feel like i saw that and i remember thinking like i remember having that thought of like it's fucking dope that uh oh you got that got the matches sorry, man bro. sorry bro all good bro um yeah i remember thinking that it was the like the style of relationship that you guys had even look cool because mm. it's like that's oh, not man, the she's my number one supporter man like she's 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 in there in the studio like holding it down for me yeah. while i'm not there she's at home you know doing doing everything you know looking after me like training it's, it's for me it's a full-time commitment just like anything that i do in my life like i when i do all it in. i do it i'm all yeah. in you know and it's 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 hard man you know it's hard on the people around me but mm -hmm. you know i i got that mentality where it's like i only think about it it becomes my first passion and not that i don't you know love my wife just as much but you know it comes to those things where it's obsessive where you you love it more than anything you know mm -hmm. and even your relationship is going to suffer because mm -hmm. you know you, you're fucking your head your head first in so you know and she's good because she she's been through all this with me when i was tattooing my tattoo career yeah you know because she's been with me so long that she knows that's just the mentality it's yeah. not personal like you know when you love something and i'm spent all night drawing and getting designs ready and then i'm like kicking my own ass because i'm not happy with my end result and everyone's loving it and it's just like nah i'm pulling it apart you know yeah and so i'm at home then working and grinding into the early hours to try and better myself again like yeah you know it's, but it's yeah that's what that's what i mean man there's fucking angles to this thing like there's so many layers of because i mean i've done similar shit you know like this is essentially my second career now because of like i lived in america for fucking like eight years in california and uh oh, i need i think i need to turn the fan on actually i wonder if it's oh. fucking on right now sorry bro no no no, it's all good i got an exhaust fan for this very reason <laughs> my man my man but i don't think i turned it on You're right. i'll be back in two seconds all good crazy what's that oh cam the promoter from um Oh, Eternal channel, just yeah. messaged me. He reckons Channel Seven want to do something with me. Fuck yeah, that's sick. Crazy man, I'm not like it's shit's just happening, you know. Like yourself, you're reaching out to me, you know, to to put me out there, and you know, and and the guys from the the hype cast over at CMBT, like they did my first podcast just the other day. I was real, I'm real hesitant, man, like, cause you know, I'm I just don't like the sound of my own voice. I've always been a little bit camera shy, you know. Like I can do things, I just don't like talking on camera, mm. you know. So like, of course, I sort of just hesitant with that and as a tattooist like when I you know with your, your, your social media Instagram I just post photos of my tattoos I never mm -hmm. have to put my face to it you know but like now it's it's been a, a changeover because like as an athlete people want to see who you are you can't not do that you know mm -hmm. especially if you want to sort of make some traction and, and get people get people behind you you've just got to be I think honestly dude like you're doing a fucking good job of it like you're not coming across like a fuckwit 
you're not doing like you know we spoke about some shit off yeah. camera before it's like you're not trying to put this crazy pressure on yourself and at the end of the day like your first two fights you fucking start to cunt in the first round like heavy fucking heavy hands dude yeah and like I, and bro like there's you've got a tangible thing because i fucking tuned into the live stream i was like your first fight i was overseas dude like i wasn't even here and i fucking i like made sure i watched that fight yeah. just for like a, a minute and you know the boys were messaged like there's something that you've got that people want to see yeah you do well or or, or not. not it doesn't even like, matter but it don't matter dude that's that connor effect eh? it, like, it is bro but and that's another thing is like there's this fucking roadmap now that's been laid out to like do well in fighting instantly yeah and it's not cunts out and talk a bunch of shit yeah but it's like that worked for that one dude because yeah. he's that one dude yeah and it's like fuck i've seen so many cunts that are trying to like come in and just replicate that shit you're not bro like you're a cool enough dude yourself to just be yourself Thanks, and then man. if you knock cunts out yeah. do I, like then bang like yeah. there's the fucking formula like yep. that's the win there so yep. it's like you're kind of doing the right shit i reckon and it's like even with the you I know the social stuff like i've seen you've been more like talking to the camera and like doing yeah. that sort of shit it's cool dude like yeah. don't that's been my biggest fucking thing with this project is i'm the same like yesterday i, I had my guy that helps me with editing and his headphone jack wouldn't work yeah i fucking walked out of the room because yeah. that's how bad i don't like hearing my own voice yeah but like fuck man like you got there's a, door, a certain man. level that you've got to reconcile with that but mm. then just every day i'm just like i literally tell myself just try and be like a good version of you today yeah and whatever gets filmed the ho- like whatever goes up it doesn't get just be a good dude it is what and it be is yourself. Man. like i think like going back to that that point that you made before you know like you know just being loud getting the knockouts and that i think the other thing is just being authentic you mm. know and and the dude that set that apart in australia is obviously tied to ivasa bam bam the dude's just what you see is what he you get man you don't give a fuck bro you know yeah. so like if mark's Cun- the same mark's the same if cunts film i'm doing that like who cares because that's how you are that's you're not trying to pretend that you're not so like yeah you know it, you can say anything you can do anything yeah. people can film you outside of you know what, what you expect to be getting filmed and who cares because that's what you're doing that's who you are you don't need to hide anything you know and so like that's a huge one i took from him if i just mm. be myself man like then you don't have to put on a charade at any point and whatever you're doing if it's working awesome because you're just paying yourself it's not hard you know like and you should dude, be able to do that you shouldn't have to well being yourself's the fucking easiest person in the world to be yeah it's like real hard to be someone like and but people have it twisted you know like people so i'm not saying everybody some people think that you know you've fucking you've got to like do this 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 and this and then it's like you're chasing something yeah you're chasing something around things are shifting i'm good for now what do you think of that sativa it's tough eh it's pretty good i just don't want to get too fucked up i'm gonna keep this conversation on the rails for a couple more hours (laughs) right yeah sweet we'll hit it we'll hit it it. after it's fucking good shit are you down to talk about like the whole medical thing uh yeah i won't a wizard won't tell his what is it magician won't tell his secrets but but yeah it'd be interesting to hear a bit yeah i'm on i'm on the medicinal that's why i can just smoke on on camera you know i don't i don't care yeah because yeah it's it's prescribed to me right here on the gold coast man you know like if you know where to look you can make it happen yeah yeah i've been smoking weed my whole life man you know i'm like i'm a weed advocate but i'm productive you know like i'm not a fucking stoner sits at home just fucking twiddles his thumbs you know i've i've done shit i've made things happen you know Mm -hmm. like and i'm getting up and i'm doing my day and if i come home and smoke some weed or if i want to smoke whenever like so be it you know like i'm accustomed to it Mm -hmm. 
just part of the daily grind now you know and i'm all for it i think it's great you know no nah, i'm with you dude like yesterday like i was i was like i oh, know weed in the studio for for a bit because i like i had barley didn't smoke any weed in barley yeah and then come home and you're getting was, that mindset you're like you've sort of cleared out a little bit yeah i was like 100 because I, I, I think you end up as i think you end up sort of going through patches of yep. like more or less more or less. and and i feel like if you can do that you're kind of on the right track with yeah. it but if it's just the same or worse all the time and you just get to a point where it's just all day every day which i've never been that guy nah. not even close nah but it's like you know yesterday i was having a fuck day like just a f- everything was just being a cunt yeah and then i was like i had to go pick up my glasses and even that was pissed me off i was just, I couldn't fucking see yeah so then i was just like i went home grabbed my glasses and i was like you know what rip a fucking bowl and i come back like literally walked out of my house instantly and then back in the studio work for another four hours just and it was that, like it just takes that edge off man it just like it takes that ability to give a fuck away yeah. as soon as you stop giving a fuck you can be productive again yeah you know like a lot of people sit there thinking about how to prevent something from happening like mm. or things that like they're anticipating may happen as like oh what if this and what if that and what if this you know like you can't Dude, prevent those right, things eh? you know and weed just takes that edge off it takes that ability to give a fuck a little bit away you know so so then you can just go oh you know what i'm not worried about that shit what have i got that task in front of me again all right let's do that you know yeah that's that that's that mindset change you know so should we talk about fresh first or the fighting first like what which Man, way should we go about it because what, whatever there's, a, there's <laughs> i want to talk about the relationship stuff too because yeah. i've just been through a, a breakup yep and it's like looking at like even just hearing what you said then about you've got to be selfish yeah and then you know your wife knows that you are selfish in that way and and you've got that like they're not always number one priority yeah and it sounds to most people that sounds fucked yeah and to a chick that sounds even more fucked but it's like what i want is a chick that can go i'm totally down with being number two yeah because we're playing a fucking long ass game here yeah and it's like there's gonna be a time where it's just prosperous because i believe that i'm gonna prosper in my life at some point it's hard on women even if they know that you know yeah she tells me i'm selfish but she also knows that I'm doing it pers- you know, purposefully. Yeah. I'm not I'm not just being a selfish cunt just because I don't want to do something. Yeah. You know, like I've got goals. That's that's why I'm being selfish with my time or that's why I can't do the dinners or that's why I can't, you know, go on, you know, whatever it is that they're, whatever you needed and what you're doing in your relationship. Yeah. And you're going to fight about it still and it's going to be hard. But, you know, like you just both got to be on that same page and there also has to be some give. If you're taking a lot, you also need to give back a lot. So just yeah. make those little bits of effort that you, you know, that you know that they want. It takes five minutes, man, you know, and it's like, and you sp- you're still going to butt heads and you're still going to have that shit. That's relationships. Mm. But if you both, you know, love each other and you, you know, you especially if you're with someone for a long time, you just know, you know, it's all sweet. Man, I've been reading this book and it said that the reason or one of the reasons why the relation like divorce rate and stuff and the relationship breakdown is so high these days it's like we've never had more of an ability to be individuals yeah like you don't because you think about in the past like we're talking hundreds of years ago like you relied on your family unit for everything yeah there was no even to the point of like going to doctors and money and you know you couldn't go to a bank you'd have to go to your family so it was like there was such an importance of getting married 
staying together and having that tight knit group yeah. because you needed them to survive yeah but now we can survive as individuals it's so easy to just fucking dip when yeah. something doesn't go right for you. You and i'm fucking guilty of that shit yeah man like you just put a post up on social media like oh i need a ride to the bus stop or you know mm-hmm. and you get that like back in the day obviously like you said you needed someone to organize that for you you know you needed that lifeline but now yeah you're right everything's easy you don't need to rely on your family you can rely mm. on everyone you can re- and you can rely you can like be selfish and know that it's still going to be okay. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy to think, you yeah. know, like it well, makes man. sense. Sorry, I have to drink. I'm yeah, no, water loading all, all the time. I'm going to probably take 10 pieces too, bro. It's but, all good, dude. Um, yeah, man. Being like, you know, think of anyone that's done great. You think that they've done that part time, you know, like anyone that's achieved greatness. No, that was a full time mm. commitment. They put everything into it 100%. So were they selfish? Yeah. But, you know, did they do it purposefully? yeah and like what do they do what's their picture look like when they do reach that place is it like are you then giving back to your family are you then giving back to your friends are you then helping people that helped you yeah is it like because i think that's the that's the guy you need to be the other thing with those things and those people is there is no end goal like even if you make all the money you know you've got a next you've got to achieve something even greater you know you're Mm. gonna have you're always gonna be setting out for those things but like along the way you just like i said you just make those little bits of effort Mm. and they that's what that's what pays off you know like do the holidays you know go away spend some time together have a dinner you know Mm. like you know fucking even make the bed in the morning you know whatever it is whatever makes those little points of difference in those people's relationships and that's what it is you know how do you find out those things that like are like the fucking soft spots you can hit to do like they tell you trust me you're just not listening as a guy you know (laughs) that's fucking good like this is good shit you don't spend you don't spend enough time with me all right i'll make an hour tomorrow put it in my notes you know make some time is that how you're literally how you're running your shit like are you fucking even talking in that same with that same level of like authority everything in your life you got to do it you got to do it properly otherwise you're fucking around you know like and it's easier if you stick to a program it's easier to stick to a program you know so make your life program you know yeah set it out and do that shit (laughs) it's fucking true though it's true i'm not saying that i fucking follow it to a t i also fuck up you know and don't put that pressure on yourself Mm. but have some sort of structure to your day so where did all this shit come from because i know with me I was the kid that did the fucking paper route. I was the kid that mowed lawns. I was the kid that did the fucking car wash service around the neighborhood. Yeah. I had a job since I knew what fucking money was. Me too. And it's like, I get the feeling you're that dude. It's like, where did that start? And like, why did that even start? Because I know why I did that. And it was around the way we didn't have money growing up. Yep. So it's like, everyone's got a thing that leads them to do that early in life man i don't know i just i've just had that that mindset early you know like i don't know i can't tell you if there was a some some part that it stemmed from man but like yeah early on i just like how did you grow up i grew up sweet man i come from a good family you know i always had a roof over my head i got two brothers real competitive um you know but i had a good i had a good upbringing but also in the same sense you know i was straight to doing the bat- wrong things early yeah. in my life you know like i was i was i was attracted by the fucking gangster life you know so you get caught up doing this and that you know what, what is the thing that attracts you to that shit though because like 
I was, know, the, I like was kids, the fucking. I think it starts as like being a naughty boy as a kid, and you know you get a you get a giggle out of that, like you yeah. know that you're doing the wrong thing, and then sometimes Some it kids carries. Just can't say. Yeah, yeah, fucking oath, <laughs> and sometimes it just carries for a little bit longer, you know. Yeah, mine carried it into my teenage years, and you know probably early twenties, and then actually tattooing was the thing that made me go you know what like this is the first career that i'd sort of stumbled on that i'm like i have to put everything into this yeah take a back step so like you know from like i think i started tattooing like 20 or something like that at that point i stopped going out on the weekends because i was working weekends you know yeah and then i stopped going and partying and doing this and that as well because i didn't have time yeah i had straight i had to be straight i had to focus 100 percent in at the task in hand you know and i wanted to do so good at it that like all those other things that i was doing just mm. was just like you know what? i can't be doing this shit because yeah. i could be doing this you know that goal became you know my, my my purpose at the time and it did it helped me fly straight man like it was it was good for me and it's it's been great for me you know and, and that's been my my first stepping stone you know i've had like a 10-year tattoo career now yeah but and you know and i love that craft i love everything about it but you know now i'm trying something new you know i got to a point where i felt like i've, I've achieved enough in that yeah and and you know and and what i needed to do and you know i wasn't getting that same kick out of going into the gym and learning something new or you know taking someone's head off or you yeah. know just doing doing good and getting better you know and i guess that was like you know what this is my new hustle now you know yeah. this is what this is this is what i need to do and you know it's something that i've always wanted to do from younger was to, to fight like because i always sort of had a bit of fire in me and i knew that just from you know experience and, and think experiences in life but yeah that just became the new thing so now that's why i'm doing this now that's what a lot of times it's like you need the thing that will give you a reason to like that it's just priorities priorities really i guess that's like the easiest way to say it. it's like you got to do enough things to realize what your priorities are and for some people like the most joy and the most freedom that you can feel is when you're partying yeah. and it's like it's because it fucking does feel really good yeah and it's like and you connect with people too when you're partying yeah. in like a weird fucking way yeah it's just not hard mm. but also the things that are hard also have good feeling like that you know mm. like sense of reward when you achieve something you know do something where you get a pat on the back it's the same as when you're out and you're drunk and you're feeling great and you're feeling those good endorphins, you know? Mm. You just got to seek them out in a different way, something more productive. Yeah. That's not to say I don't love to party because I fucking disco, brother. Let me tell you. <laughs> I bet you know about that. <laughs> but there's fucking balance that you got to achieve, right? Yeah, man. And then even that becomes like a part of the work is like pretty much the times that I'll fucking really party is after like, because there's nothing that I feel more stress over than like a really big project yeah so next weekend we're doing a podcast for red bull for their formula one team wow and it's like it's a, that's a fucking big deal to me and i that's really a big deal to anyone bro that's huge and red it's like bull f1 yeah and i'm like stressed as fuck like leading up to it and oh, it's why like are you stressed but because of you care yeah like i care yeah. about it and it's not a stress of like oh i'm gonna fuck this up but it's like all right, I got to do this. I got to do this. Like preparation. I got, it's I can't also, be fucking It's also slack. for you in a sense, you're seeing it as an opportunity and you want to make the most of it. Fuck so like, yeah, how dude. can you capitalize on it? Yeah. That's a thought process. That's going to take time. That's probably going to, you know, that's what our stress is. Not yeah. stress about the situation, stressing that you're making the most of it. Oh, a hundred percent, man. Yeah. Like, because, you know, but then it's like the most, uh, the read, like I'll, I'll, I'll party after that. Yeah. Because it's like, there's a big release in that because that is like, that's probably the most stress I feel. Yeah. And then it's like, there's a point where it's like, once it's done, 
you'd know this about a fight yeah. once a fucking fight's over and it's like the weight that yeah. I've even felt that in jiu-jitsu yeah. like at the nationals you fucking go there you get what you want and then it, once it's done your hand gets raised fuck it's yeah, like man. a flood of weight comes oh, off oh man you. it's crazy it's like the, the, the joy of winning is like real short lived the aftermath of the fact that it's like it's you're done with what you set out to do that's the onset like yeah. good feeling at the end of it you know yeah. like it's not just getting your hand raised. That feels good for 10, 20 seconds, yeah. you know? And then you walk out and it's like, fuck, I put all this time into yeah. something. I did all this. I fucking didn't. I missed all those, you know, yummy dinners and I didn't eat the cupcake and whatever. I didn't get on the, you know, drinks and the other things with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, and it's just like at the end of that, you're like, fuck, now I can, you know, enjoy myself a little bit, get back yeah. to life, get back to doing those little bits of things that I took for granted at the time. And you feel good, you know, that you, yeah. that you start dabbling in, you know, have a KFC and yeah. you know, go on having a couple of drinks with the boys and that. Dude, you're so right. Like that is, that feeling lasts way longer. Like, and I've even said, um, I was talking about it to a friend in Bali and I said like the feeling of one of the biggest, like best feelings I get about competition is like because our team rolls up strong yeah it's like we're all wearing the shirts everyone's yeah. there like whenever one of our guys is on the mat there's always people around I'm like that's our thing yeah and like the i almost enjoy that feeling of like giving them something to cheer about more than i enjoy the feeling of winning oh, myself man 100 percent. like even when i watch like when i watch my mates fight man i'm so fucking emotional i'm almost in tears like it's the most gut-wrenching thing because i'm f fully helpless you know mm. i can't do anything in this situation this is up to him when i'm fighting myself i have no nerves i don't feel nothing i'm sweet like you know i'm like i'm good like i'm just like there's nothing i can can't see mm. out there that's you know that's gonna fucking that i haven't seen before mm -hmm. so like yeah i know like 100 percent watching my mates and then they do i feel more passionate about that than doing things myself sometimes yeah but that feeling you're talking about as well of just that relief yeah like that's what it, it's like a comfortable yeah relief it's yeah. like you've almost proved to yourself like fuck yeah i'm a bad cunt yeah you know yeah and it's like you can live yep. in that space of like i fucking it's like a win to yourself it's like you wrote yourself a check yeah and that check was somewhere in the future yeah and then you had to go through a whole lot of fucking bullshit yeah to cash that motherfucking check yep and it's like that's kind of that feeling 100 percent, man hundred percent i hear you just like yeah you owe that thing to yourself yeah and then you paid it out even like my first fight i was, honestly i was i was contemplating just having one fight just to do that just to tick it off the bucket list and get mm. it done but you know like once after doing everything i was like nah man like i have to pursue this you know mm. going through that thing you know getting that sense of reward at the end you know and then like you know like like we had just explained all those all that after effect you know and then when that wore, wore down i was like you know, that's when I sort of came to a point where I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I really need to fucking decide now. If mm. I have one more fight, I'm setting myself up to go down that direction. Mm. If I don't, then I'm just going back to doing what I'm already good at, but I've already put my time in, which I'm already successful at, which, you know, like pays way better money than all that sort of stuff. Mm. And, you know, like, I just, I don't know. I just, at that point, I just decided this is, all right, this is it. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, because like you said before, you can have that feeling of... um that feeling of like it the goals never reached mm. so it's like you kind of can get to a point though with like fresh ink where it's like that business is running sweet you're happy like you've reached those goals that you'd set for that particular business but yeah. it's like you as a person you get to that point and you're like well 
what's the next goal yeah so like it makes sense for that kind of person yeah well and obviously there's like there's there's places to expand from there do you open more shops you know do you employ more people do you you know extend into selling products or something you know and, and yeah 100% I'm, all those things are still options for me you know within that business but I can't I can't commit to growing something that if I'm already growing something else which is myself at the moment you know mm. and the self growth is that's why you do anything isything it you know like it's all good to make money and have hate nah, money. some people don't fucking have that self-growth drive so like you know people that yeah 100 percent, right like where's that come from then i think they have it they just choose not to fucking do it you know i think everybody has the fucking will to do something mm. not everyone has the balls to go for it or the heart to do it and what do you think that is that's just life man it's just hard you know, if everyone was great what will be greatness you know mm. if everyone was doing it, what's hard you know what's hard that's fucking really true yeah. <laughs> that's fucking super true yeah that maybe that's like you need the cunts in life that don't give a fuck to oh, get it yeah to show you what it means to get it 100 you can't have like imagine footy games <laughs> what would happen it'd just be spectacular shit and then everyone's probably a draw because they're just as good as each other yeah that's fucking true man like you're obviously a dude that has thought about this kind of shit I'm a, a lot. Fuck, I'm a stoner, and the thoughts just go rapid, eh? It's fucking good though, man, because it's like I think that that's the shit that, like, half the time I'm like, I think I'm. I'd rather be in my head by myself, just thinking about shit. Yeah. In my life, than do like being around people or having yeah. conversations and different things in my like normal daily yeah, life. Yeah. Because it's like, I think I feel like. I don't get involved in like so much shit that other people do because I've kind of outthought the situation. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, it's an investment to be inside my head. Yeah. Like I'm, I need to really think this shit through. Yeah, man. Yeah. hundred percent. I hear like, I love my downtime and I love thinking to myself, but I'm also throwing this crazy shit out there with my best mate Wade, you know? And then, you know, he says some crazy shit, that guy, you know, he's a character himself. And so to, together, like, we just bounce off. We've got this crazy energy. We come up with theories and I actually think about them, like, kind of makes a bit more sense than just, you know, <laughs> just blaze talk, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes they turn into philosophies. Like, I don't know. No, yeah, it's, it's fucking true. Though. Yeah. And then it's like, if you, like, you can, do you know, you know Harry Bink? Uh, yeah. 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 The, uh, freestyle dude. Freestyle dude. He's like, I call him Sandy Gandhi because yeah. he he has made his own philosophies when yeah. you talk about like your own what even if it sounds fucking retarded yeah it's like you've got your own philosophy yeah like he goes oh get up and suck today's dick yeah <laughs> you know and yeah. but he like fucking that's like this genuine thing it's like it's a piss take yeah but he fucking sucks every day's dick yeah. and it's like that's his that's own him. personal philosophy and it's like he's got a fucked up brain that like created yeah. that shit but yeah. it's like he lives by it man it's crazy man you, you sometimes you do man you know you gotta just you gotta run your own race you know mm. like you gotta back yourself and that you get like that gut feeling in situations like a lot of that time that gut feeling means something you know like it's mm. if it's yourself telling yourself something then it usually is what it need, what you need to hear you know and there's always two fucking sides there's yeah. like an easy road there's like an easy voice yeah and then a hard voice yeah and then like your decision is yeah. like standing in that fucking like forward or back and it's like yeah. do you go forward yeah. into the unknown and possibly get fucking knocked out in front yeah. of all of your friends yeah. or do you fucking knock the dude out and experience a whole new set of emotions that you never knew were there yeah that's it man you know it's easier not to do it 
you know and most it's so your brain's probably going to tell you don't do it and your heart's telling you to do it you know mm. in all sorts of situations it could be a street fight and it could be you know fuck this dude's about to tee off brain run heart punch this guy in his fucking mouth you know yeah. <laughs> which one do you follow you know and yeah. i think most people just follow the brain because it's the first instinct they just go get the fuck out of here you know yeah. like that's it but some people who follow their heart maybe that's the kind that punches him in the mouth you know yeah. was part of wanting to fight the fact that i'm just gonna assume you don't have to admit to anything i'm just gonna assume you go to some street fights <laughs> so it's like is is one of the reason one of the reasons to like actually go and try and be a professional fighter that's like yeah you might knock some cunts out in the fucking street but are they good fighters are they it's like yeah. maybe if i want to think of myself as a fighter do yeah. i need to actually go and like really figure this out against people that know what they're doing i think that's that's that was what you just said was the thing that i know like i know what i'm like in a fight mm -hmm. i know i know how i i know that i'm you know where mm -hmm. i stand with it i know my mental state would i do it like you know and you get to a point you're like yeah i'm good at fighting and like mm. you know i like fighting you know professionally is a different story obviously like you said but having endured a lot of uh, fights yeah you know fuck you just know like mm. i know i love fighting um someone's told me once that they that they who has had a fight that they'd never been in a street fight and they're about to put themselves in a cage and you hear about that every now and then and i'm and i wonder like what made you want to fight you know yeah. like how do you know that you like fighting if you've never been in one mm. you know because i and then that comes down to the sport too because it's some people are just they run off straight ticker you know their, yeah. their heart and some people are athletes and some people are you know technicians mm -hmm. some dudes have just got mad gas and they're just like you know what? i'm gonna outwork this guy whatever and some people are just like i know this i know this sport so well that i could just pick this person apart and then mm. someone's just like i've got the will to win you know and it's and what do you think you are i've just got the will to win man i'm learning as You're i'm just going a fighter. i'm just a fighter yeah. man you know like uh -huh. i'm running off heart the first couple of fights you know i really <laughs> just got thrown in there man like i started mma i haven't even been training mma for a year you mm. know and i'm throwing myself in for my third fight yeah it probably was like maybe a year ago when we fucking trained maybe yeah. even like yeah probably about a year ago and that's when the, that's when i made the decision that yeah. this is something that i want to do you know and i and you know i'm probably jumping in this way too early but like fuck it i'm making it happen you yeah know? like i want to run at it so i know what you mean about that feeling dude like i know that's one of the things that i like enjoy about jujitsu yeah it's like even i just didn't i know i enjoy a fight yeah so like i'll go to training and i'll roll with fabs and obviously get fucking it's crazy yeah, yeah. and it's like but i know like and i mean i feel like he knows that all right i'm gonna have to fight this little cunt yeah like, you know and it's like we're doing jujitsu and it's not a fucking real fight or whatever but i know i can go and fight and i just enjoy that feeling and because of that feeling i never lose roles bro mm-hmm I never lose a fucking role in yeah. my head because the to win, I know I was a fuck. I know I made it a fight. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, that's it. Like, yeah. I just want to be in that zone of like having a fucking scrap. Yeah. Shane's like that. Yeah. Sean is like that. Yeah. Like there's a couple motherfuckers in that gym. That yeah. You wouldn't think they're that guy. Yeah. But they're that fucking dude. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that's the people that stick to it. Yeah. Man. Are the ones that they never lose a round they never lose a spark yeah you know there's times where i'm like i got fucked up yeah 100%. but you still know you're you put a yourself in those trenches you know and that's what that you obviously got the will because you're staying in most people go oh, it's too hard to fake an injury or you know like you know oh that one you know whatever yeah but if you just stay in there even if you're getting your ass kicked you know that's the will mm. for sure dude so like i feel like if you had to draw comparisons of of like a fighter 
from like America to here, you're like the Aussie Robbie Lawler, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tattooed fucking you Aussie reckon? Robbie Lawler. Just Sim- get in there. Similar fucking it, style, dude. Like, yeah. you know what you want to do. Yeah. And that is just fucking bang. I just want to sleep cunts, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think that's what people like, you know? And, you know, and for me, and that's why I fight and get these first rounders because when I have fought, like, you know, outside of the cage, it was just quick. Just get the job done and fucking yeah. get out of there, you yeah. know? So I'm just sticking to what I know, you know? <laughs> like, um, you know, people, they try to take it technical and slow it down and drag them into deep waters. I'm like, fuck, fuck this card. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? I think that same thing at fucking at Jiu-Jitsu shit, man. I'm just like, I don't want to fuck it. They're like, oh, you know, work on your cardio. I'm like, fuck cardio. I'm not going to be in there that long. Yeah. Like, I'm either going to get fucking choked or I'm doing some choking. That's yeah. all that's going yeah. down. Yeah, you or me. I, that's why I picked the name Kamikaze, man, because I'm a come gun blazing. And, you know, yeah. if I take myself out Dude, in the you process, haven't really fuck taken it. some shots yet. Nah, not I wanna, yet. I, I haven't even like, been... I don't even think I've been chopped in the face yet or nothing. I've fucked... I'm like... I, I don't even feel bad in saying I want to see you get fucking punched because I, I want to see like me you get, punched. get punched. Yeah, too, bro. bro. Like, fuck. Wade, man, that can't tease off on me in the gym, you know? And it's like, all good. You know, we've been doing yeah. this for years, you know? Like, no one can hit me. And I, it's the 70 kilo division, even with MMA gloves. No, no, one, hit, like no one will hit me like that people hit me, you know? Have been, or I've been hit, you know? Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no, nah, that, that, I know exactly what you're talking about, that fighter thing. And like, even the fights that I had as, as a, like, younger, guy like there was always a weird clarity in him like i just felt good it just felt like even you kind of had reconciled like i'm probably gonna get punched in the face i'm probably gonna get my fucking nose broken like but it doesn't seem to be that big a deal like it just seems like not a bad spot to be who cares you know like fuck it you know and you know what it's like you some people enjoy it you know Mm. i I enjoy it it's fucking weird though eh? like it's not i don't think it's a normal thing nowadays nah and that's why people respect it and that's why yeah. people do want to see what's going on and watch it and that's why it's MMA is a sport on you know ESPN is because like fighting's so unnatural to people you know yeah true dude like you tell someone you're a tattooist these days and it's, it's actually starting to be more common like mm. oh yeah cool I got a cousin and a brother and a sister everyone's a tattooist yeah you tell someone you're a fighter and they're like you what? <laughs> like you just chuck yourself in they're like well what about your fate you know yeah. like that's a new topic you know like people want to talk about that that's you know? fucking true dude yeah that makes a lot of sense even like man that eternal so everybody plug eternal saturday night at southport sharks i'm going watch it the production is epic man. yeah like, what they're doing what yeah. cam's doing amazing for australian mma like i don't i wouldn't be surprised if you know a handful of fighters come straight out of eternal straight into the ufc mm-hmm. next year or this yeah. year even like they're they're all set up i yeah. would guarantee in fact i'm going to guarantee that that happens you know dude blackie is a like a legit fucking animal shannon ross yeah local boy man the dude's fighting he's the main card for the, yeah, uh, the right. one that i'm on man yeah that dude has worked so hard he's a family man he grinds like kudos to him he deserves the next one if in my opinion bro he should get that fucking contract dude especially with the cmbt boys doing what they're doing they've like built the first thing that feels like oh this is gonna be like a fucking gold coast ufc thing it's like a this movement, is where bro. all the gold coast ufc fighters are gonna be 100%. and it feels fucking real dude yeah it is man it's exactly that like they built they built the facility they've got like they've got good character they're young dudes they're fucking you know? legends and they've got they've got the they've got they see what's going on all around the world they're, mm-hmm. they're attentive to everything from the nutrition to the training structures to the facilities to all the things and they want to do it and they want to make athletes here you know because we don't have, we didn't really have much Mm-mm. me and wade literally 
walked into every gym on the fucking Gold Coast and they didn't have people our size. They didn't have like what we needed. They were just like, you know, we walked into every single one. We went into CMBT and we never walked away, man. Like, mm. it's just, we're like, yep, we've got everything here. The dudes are fucking, if we don't have something, they'll outsource it. We're like, hey, we need wrestling. We had wrestling, you know? Mm. You know, like we need this. They get it. They're, they're going to be good, man. This is the spot. Like, you know, I don't, so, so like you said, they're going to put some killers out. Yeah, it's going to be, it's like the first thing that feels real yeah. when it comes to this sort of, this sort of shit. And like the jujitsu seminars that they're doing there are fucking really cool as well and they live the lifestyle like they're MMA dudes like they love that, it that's that the will thing. be the MMA they're, pa- they're passionate about it you know well Miles uh, fucking trains with you guys so does Sel man all the dudes everyone who's in there who owns it and has a, has a partner they're in there training they're in there sparring with us man mm. like you know like they're not just observing and they're not just you know teaching and coaching or just looking for money they're genuinely passionate they want to see us do good man like yeah. you know and, and that goes a long way do you feel like you're fucking living the because like i get this where i'm like dude i got a fucking crazy job like yeah i'm living in a weird fucking world where like this shit happens but it's like this world that you make for yourself but it's like you must feel right now especially because i feel like that same thing's happening for the combat boys like they're fucking they're starting to live this world that they want to live in that they've been like working on creating yeah and it's like you must be like dude i'm fucking there's some shit going down like I'm starting to like this camp mainly like i'm starting to feel like you know what sick. i'm like i'm actually doing what i'm setting out to do like you Fuck, know that's cool because up until sort of now everything was still like you know i need to get a fight i need to get at least a second fight you know i need to do but now mm. you know now i'm underway you know you feel, there's like a tipping point eh? yeah where it's like i'm living it yeah. i'm doing it you know and i think it's important to mention too that like even though you you're living it and you're doing everything and yet you know you have good, everything good you know and you know you have like you, you might be financially stable or whatever i still go through that fucking doubt you know i still wake up sometimes and be like why am i doing what i'm doing or you know or you just in a, in a sense of um you know depression and you just can't shake it even though you're aware that you know this is your current situation and you know everything's sweet and your family loves you and fucking you're healthy as and you can get up and do what you want that's that's just a mindset that you mm. sort of got to work through and you know even the people on top i guarantee they're going through it and the people who show all these highs for all those highs there's got to be a down you mm. know and so everyone's feeling them even me like i wake up a lot of the time and i'm like oh, i fucking train my ass off i'm so fucking sore i get mm. punched up again i gotta eat nothing you know i gotta do all this stuff but you know and it's like i'm a perfectly good tattooist i could just be going and drawing pictures on people for a living that's real easy you know like yeah. i know how to do it but that's that's where you got to make those choices to you know get out of bed and just keep on that path you know don't fucking stray away from it it's meant to be hard Mm. that's where we decipher that we're not those people who just fucking follow the brain they follow the heart you know you know deep down that you have to do it and you got to get it done so get it done yeah fuck dude it's that's like real shit to live by man (laughs) and you got to be able to you've got to be able to figure out a way in your head to make the lows not so low because that's self-doubt and the high is not so high because mm. that's ego yeah i think when you i think when you're in the moment that's just going to be natural man like you know the highs aren't never as high as i expect them to be i'm thinking mm. like especially after my first fight i'm thinking man i just got the most dramatic first finish you know first round finish exactly how i thought it was going to play out it was you know exactly what i wanted in front of all my people it wasn't as high as i thought it was going to be i thought this was the moment of my life you know it's something that i've thought about since i was a kid you know but it wasn't 
but the after effect is what was like wow you know like now i'm appreciating things and you know yeah. like we had spoken before you know like that's what was like oh cool dude isn't it crazy when you have a moment and i think that anyone that's successful in life or on their way to being the success that they want to be in life there's moments that you saw so fucking clear in your head like i bet you watch yourself knock that first dude out the way that you did in your head fucking hundreds of times hundreds of times but you'd like you'd never fully believed in it to the point where you were cocky nah man because anything can go wrong you can't go in something expecting there's only one outcome because there is not just mm. one outcome you know that's what you want but be prepared prepared for other things you know everyone has that doubt i'm thinking fuck this guy could take me down i don't know how to fuck around on the ground you know like i just had that vision in my head and just i knew what job i needed to do get this fucking guy out of here just knock him out you know <laughs> so that's it man just easy, get it yeah and then it's that's that's what i'm act, attacking at you know yeah yeah the thing that you know you're saying about control mm. that is insecurity so like yeah. when insecurity is wanting to control the outcome so bad yeah that you start to feel like anxious about it and then you you'll that will be so much that you won't push through it yeah so like when you can be mentally prepared in your head for fucking multiple outcomes and like i read a book about this shit and it was fucking unreal this top 10 supercross dude recommended it yeah and then so i ended up reading it and it was like i was thinking to myself i'm like bro i don't really have like insecurities and shit like i feel like i'm pretty good and then you start fucking reading this book i'm like can't i have every fucking insecurity like yeah man. i've got the whole fucking every, everybody's insecure it's crazy though eh? like and then so that thing that you're talking about is like that need for control like that's what this fucking whole thing is like insecurity is only wanting one outcome and yeah. it's like once you can let go and go nah you know what I am a bad motherfucker and some shit can break down and I'm still gonna be good like yeah. I'll be sweet no matter what the outcome is yeah. and like I honestly feel like that's when you can start living your best life yeah as man. fucking Instagram as that sounds <laughs> nah man you're right bro sometimes you gotta put that shit up there like what you're feeling cause it can make a difference in someone else's day you know and you know and that's the other thing you know? I don't have to feel like you know I, I can't do I don't I don't want to I don't want to be an inspirational coming on Instagram mm -hmm. and you know perform what everyone wants me to do I just want to do what I what I want to do and then just say the things and if that's a positive thing then I'll push, put up something positive you know mm. and I think you know that, that that's important too bro like don't be fucking afraid to just say something because it's it sounds like just the right thing you should have mm. said if you feel that there probably is that's the thing that I reckon that's like the only thing you should look for when you're gonna say something is anything is like is this actually true to myself yeah is it something that am i faking to like be someone i'm not or am i saying this to please somebody else it's like if you genuinely are down that like nah this is really me talking then yeah you should fucking say that thing yeah and like not everyone has to agree with it no nah, and back just back it back yourself man you know like that's it bro Richard. yeah she's done she's done Elsativas are right, eh? It's fucking good, eh? <laughs> Gets you going. <laughs> Fuck the whole medical thing. I think I need to fucking chase that up. I'll give you the. I'll let you know my trick. Yeah, right. Magician. <laughs> you know we're gonna get way too many fucking messages about that now. Uh, I, like we ride a fucking. We ride sorry, like a, guys. Just work it out. Locals only. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, dude, for fucking. I want to know about how the whole freshing thing started because you're a young cunt you're on the fucking Gold Coast, which is probably, yeah. I was talking to Shane this morning 
And he's like, bro, do you realize the Gold Coast is probably the hardest place in Australia to be a successful fucking tattoo business? Definitely, bro. And then all the shit, I'm sure there's crazy shit you have to fucking deal with. Yeah, of course. So it's like, I would love to know that story. Yeah. So fucking just, all right, just go for it. Well, man, like you know, I was I was an electrical apprentice before I was a tattoo apprentice, you know. And um, that went sort of a bit pear-shaped when we went through a recession, you know, and I couldn't finish my apprenticeship and I decided, am I going to get back into this or am I going to do something I love, you know? And I, well, we worked that out straight away. I knew that I wanted to be a tattooist because I'd been drawing, I'd just started getting tattoos. And so I went down that path, man. You know, sure enough, I started working for someone. I helped that person open another shop. Straight after that, my next move was to run a shop for, uh, you know, another person who... They didn't have anyone at the time. So at the time I was running a shop by myself. So answering the phones, cleaning the floors, taking the appointments, doing the tattoos, you know, start to finish the whole thing, one man operation. And then, you know, like I went on to be moved around a few other shops and this and that. Went traveling overseas, tattooing, like backpacking tattooing. After oh, really? Couple, yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. Me and Wade took off for like fuck, closer to you, close to a year. Really? Mm. Dude, that would have been sick. Where'd you go through? Everywhere, man. Just everywhere. Everywhere. All through Europe, UK, Thailand, fucking Bali. Like, we just really? went, man. Yeah, we just went for it. We went Fuck, to Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland Festival. Went no shit. Sweden, met random, pe- met like at this festival, met these Swedes who were getting married and they like flew us out to their wedding. Like, what? we just we just went with it, bro. Like, I've had some damn crazy experiences early. Yeah. You know, like, how old were you then? 20. Two, maybe twenty three. What that made time. you just do that? I, I was set and sail. I'm like, I'm out of you. I've, really? I've just learned my. I know how to tattoo, and I can take that anywhere. You yeah. know, I can put that in a suitcase, which back then was like, it's not like tattooing now. You can put it in like a little thing, and you, you can take it. This was really like twenty kilos of like grips and machines and all your different inks and all your different bits of of, all your different bits and pieces. Yeah, and uh, you know, like so back then I was carrying around the world all this twenty kilos of of you know equipment and then like you get your seven kilos backpack so it's yeah. like i'm literally backpack it with a tattoo kit you know which probably weighed fucking 300 kilos yeah actually. man it was fucked but you know so like you know been able to just work and make a little bit of money so where did just you go do the to, most work like what countries are sick everywhere sort of shit? i would just meet people and just be like you know and they'd be like oh you're a tattooist oh cool and i'm like yeah and i'll just hustle up a few jobs and then just smash them out in a couple of days make a bit of cheddar and they fucking move on, you know. And Dude, that's rip, rip. a sick fucking travel gig, right? Yeah. Oh man, it's like that's the reason. That was the one of the main reasons I got into tattooing because I wanted to see the world. And this is a craft that you can literally pack up into your suitcase and roll with, you know. Yeah, right. And so that was so appealing to me because I knew I had to see the whole world. You know, I'd been I'd traveled like Thailand and that when I was young, and, and I'm like, nah, I got to go see things. There's heaps out there. Because you and grew s- up on the Goldie, eh? Yeah, I grew up on the Goldie. Did it feel like a bit of a small? Because like I grew up in Cairns. Yeah. So that was a thing for me. Like, I was always like, fuck, man. I've just... The only place I'd left was, like, bush. No. Like, I'd gone up up the Cape. So I was like, man, there's so much shit I want to go and see. So did you have that same feeling in the Goldie? It just nah, felt like an I echo love this chamber. place. This is my fucking home. This is my paradise. I love my people. I honestly love the Gold Coast. I should be a fucking Gold Coast ambassador. <laughs> I'm sure you will be. But... <laughs> I'll give you the key to that bitch Vote one, one Josh. <laughs> Wait, I'm telling... We'll say it right now so we can play it. At some point... <laughs> 
they're going to give you the key to the fucking city of the Gold Man, Coast. Man, I hope so. Do they do that shit? Oh, fuck. We'll make it happen. Who, yeah, I was going to say, who the fuck? I'll apply for a key. I'll make it. <laughs> we'll, we'll fucking we'll do an award. But no, nah, I think it was just more like, um, I'm a curious dude, man. You know, like I got, I, I, like I had to see things. You see it on TV. You see mm. these things, you know, I'm like, I've got to go to these places and see these things and do this stuff. And, you know, so like, yeah, it's when I got the ticket to do that and had an ability to go out and do it and hustle up, not to say that it's easy, not to say that any tattooist can move around and make money. Like, that's, yeah, there's a hustle in there's it. There's a hustle in that too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, that's man. That's a you talent, know, bro. It is, bro, you know. But, you know, yeah, well, I did that for a bit. We went around, came back. Um, and that's at the point I was like, well, you know what? I've helped someone build a shop because at the time I was just coming out of a trade. So I was literally helped them build it, like build the counters, paint the walls, do the mm. murals, do the electrical work because I know how to do the electrical work, do a bit of chippy work because I know how to do a bit of chippy work, you know, and just did all the thing so i'd actually built a shop and then yeah. i'd actually run a shop by myself i knew how to do it i had all the tools you know so i just came back hustled up worked worked here for a bit six months or something made heaps of made, made a bit of money just saved it like just didn't go out didn't do nothing and then decided to open a shop and just had the fucking pick the biggest one because i had a big dream and man it was hard you know like i got a 330 square meter shop Dude, and what? it started off with two tattooists me and Gino me and Gino Casey man and he's still there like really yeah he's my boy man like Fuck, he's, he's been cool. fucking loyal to me you know like I bet like he he was the only cunt that believed in me when he seen the size of the shop he was like you know if he had his doubts to me you know he voiced yeah, him, like, what are you gonna do man I'm like I don't know you just do what you work we just do this and you know he that's fucking me. sick that was probably like it. the best time in that business too yeah. was like filling that shop out the first time man it was like what do you do with all this space you know we started we tried to put a skate shop down there you know like didn't work we had fucking arcade at some point we had all game machines in there that shit was loud and noisy like what we're tattooing so that fucked off you know like that's fucking sick you know? it must be fun but it was bit. it was an old blockbuster that had been cleared out so it was one big open space and if you yeah, ever go right. in there now like we've built every wall is it the same shop down. still same shop yeah yeah, yeah. and um, so yeah man we built this thing and we had it you know eventually yeah it just sort of grew into this massive thing and we hu- I hustled everyone hustled man everyone who came through you know we put in grind I made my mistakes you know I made all these errors I nearly lost it I didn't make money for years you know like just like they tell you in this you know stories when you're trying to open a business and mm. someone's giving you those advices I went through all that stuff you know and to the point you know yeah and and like obviously the other thing was you know where you're getting at and the shit that you have to get through yeah i was gonna say like i'm sure so like i'm sure i don't fucking know but yeah. i'm sure there's like a bit of a a gangster version of the story in terms yeah. of like gangster shit you got to go yeah, through so and like, then i'm sure there's just a personal like self-doubt and people around you like oh who's this cunt think he is he's gonna fill out this big shop this cunt's got no idea this cunt will be out here in six months this cunt's got no fucking clue yeah like, i'm sure there was that and the gang shit yeah man there is 100 percent. and the gang shit it was like i knew that i was gonna have to face bikies you know that's a, that's that's a no-brainer some people are gonna come in here and try and stand over me and stamp me so how does that even work though like why do the bikies even come in and do that because like i don't i don't even get that well because they had it was back like they had all the shops if you okay. review a bikey you have the shop so they then you open another one it better be in your area otherwise that club has beef with that club you know yeah right. so it became territorial the having the shops you know and so, you know, they, they take that out the equation. And so were no tattoo shops, um, not bikey shops man, at one they'd point. Be, they'd be rare or they'd have a blessing or they'd be paying just like that. That's what that stamp is, man. You know, you can have a shop, you just yeah. got to pay to have it. 
Okay. You know? Yeah. But you got to pay someone fucking unreasonable amounts of money and constantly and get your ass fucking hassled, you know, and you're still trying to open a business. I could never imagine that how that you could succeed doing that, you know? Yeah. So is the only way to be able to be on your own out of that world is to have enough respect from them that they're not going to fuck with you no just hold it down i didn't even know if i was going to get respect or not i was just going to fucking do it and that's where you know i told wade i go bro this is what i'm doing and he goes you, you got my you got my blessing really? yeah and i go it was bro, that heavy i go just you and me against the world baby man he goes yes sweet whatever so i just opened the doors yeah we had to throw down a couple of times man and eventually they go away and you fucking really? ride it out yeah man Fuck, that's not So that was just literally the business that plan. That was it. And it's then, like you're writing out the fucking business plan for A&Z and it's like uh, throw down on occasion <laughs> yeah. with fucking bikies just because you got it. Yeah, man. Fuck it. You know, like I wanted it bad, more bad than having fights, you know, like really? yeah, things can turn up, but yeah, 100%. That's fucking Because I didn't want to work shit. for bikies too, man. I'd already been working for bikies and that's that was shit, you know, yeah. like, you know. It's, you don't want to do that you know I, don't, I want to do I want to run my own race I've got a visions of how this whole industry can be better I know how to do a shop better than anyone around here because they're stuck in the old ways you know really? they're living they're living by that code yeah. and I'm like I want to bring this fucking new age shit that I've learned from Europe you know from all these different countries from all these different places of how those shops operate and how Fuck. they've done so much better I'm like I want to do all this shit that I've learned here on the Gold Coast in a big ass shop because I know my method's going to be good and it's going to grow dude so like are you saying that the way that you had to work before you traveled the world was like in that old school yeah, bikey regime? Yeah. And then you go to the fucking place where there's like no bikies and yeah. you're like, holy fuck, a shop could be dope. Is yeah. that where the whole idea yeah, comes man. from? That's 100%. fucking crazy, bro. 100%. 100%. That's fucking crazy. Like it makes... I mean, it sounds like a fucking movie, but it makes sense. Yeah. Like it makes a lot of fucking sense. But then, you know, they bring in the bikey laws um the, you know the government they've made all these oh. laws and so the with tattoo shops now we need to get licenses to be our license is that we're not associated with a motorcycle club really yeah so is, now you can't not be well i'm not that i ever had yeah, any interest yeah. in doing any of that shit because i was punching on with these guns i don't want to be one of them yeah. you know like obviously the most people's thought of train would be like join one of them and you know and then do it whatever you're doing but i never want to be with anyone man i already the law is enough and then they've got their own rules on top of the law and i don't want any more rules you know so like i've got enough rules in my life you know that's fucking classic yeah that shit makes sense bro yeah um so yeah like and then the yeah so the bikey laws come in and then you know you just got to you know roll with the uh, the fucking you need to get your license you know they come in they take your fingerprints like they, what it's full on man like fuck that so shit bro this is to, to be a tattooist you need to go and get your fingerprints done your photos like you need to be on what? file man you don't even need that to teach kids in kindergarten you know what I mean like that's fucking so retarded it means you're a non-bikey and then it's like why why go for it but anyway you know and you pay your money you pay, for your, you pay for your license you know how much is that oh as an operator it's like you know fuck 1500 two grand for a, couple, a year a year or something like or two or three years i don't know but yeah man it's it's and the, the tattooers get stung too man and then if you if if me as an operator has a tattooer in my shop that's not licensed then you know they can get taxed like 50k something ridiculous if really? there's two if you get if you're fine again so what about if you're traveling if you find if you get fined again exactly bro you're meant to apply for these licenses and then they have to fucking roll into the visas this that oh. it takes fucking months to fucking go through like it's a g out man 
Wow. So you, that, that also ruins our industry on the Gold Coast and like Queensland, New South Wales are doing this because you can't just have people come and go. That's why tattoo booms. That's tattoo. why it's like so cool, right? Is you get people with different styles coming Fuck through yeah, different man. shops. It adds to the culture. Meet these people. They come people in. They learn b- different yeah, shit man. from each other. Like for the artists, 100%. Like, you know, they're learning off all these people who are coming from different countries and those people are learning off us, you know? It's yeah. Like, it's a culture thing, man. And yeah. it's like, that's it's what art. It, it is, you know? And everyone's they've got that they all everyone's from a different walk of life they're like yeah. tattooers are misfits you, you know you got like hardcore you got which gangsters, is why it's so got, fucking cool yeah man why does know? just some fucking random joe that's got nothing cool in his life want to get like a tattoo for because it's like literally buying a piece of like cool fucking culture man you're just wearing your favorite shirt every day you know like that old one but uh yeah man so like well getting back to what we were talking about you know the government they make you pay for these licenses they do all this thing and they you know implement this what that did yeah, it closed out the bikies, but it opened the floodgates to open tattoo shops now because now everyone can do it, you know? Mm. There's no dem- there's no, there's no one yeah, stopping that. Yeah, and there's no one yeah. policing that. So in the last couple of years, our influx of tattoo shops has risen by, fuck, I'd imagine tripled, quadrupled really? more, man. You know, like they're popping up every second, every second shop. It's almost turning into the Thailand or Bali where they literally are on every corner. Yeah. You know? fuck but so yeah like you've seen every change in this industry yeah. for like a how long oh, nearly 10 years man fuck it's, so, and it's changed a lot just in it's changed heaps. 10 years isn't that just long even the other thing was like the access to information like back five ten years ago like you know you, you had to learn off someone you had to learn that craft sit down by their side and you had to they had to give you those little bits and pieces that they've learned and all their tools and their tricks of the trade which is another reason why it was so hard to get in because i know that those people had to bust their ass off grinding with bikies and they've been through all the bullshit to Uh. learn those secrets and to learn how to tattoo and to be blessed to have that fucking craft that they don't want to just give those secrets away man like it's just like i had to earn them so like you know you 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 see someone come into the industry they have to earn it so they've got to go through that shit before you start fucking teaching them things you know fuck so like i've gone through that where there was no information there was no just jump on youtube and just yeah. do a tutorial and you know google where to get th- you had to make needles man you had to like fucking really tune machines old school machines you'd have to like find people who you know would have designs even to the design process where you didn't have just google google maybe have 10 15 images you want to see a cat you'd have to go and like find books find random pictures of cats that people haven't used off google to make a unique tattoo like you know crazy shit man like and now you watch it with everything's accessible and that's why you can have so many tattoos because it's a craft that you can learn you know reasonably quick these days in a good environment which there is more because you know the bikies aren't fucking controlling that you're just a 10 year black belt of tattooing that's why you wanted to that's why you wanted to fucking do do MMA like because you've just like I'm a fucking black belt of this shit (laughs) it's fucking true though I feel that way a bit I can relate to that definitely bro yeah I've seen this industry unfold and, I've, and then and I'm, dude, I'm sure I'm you've it. made a fucking bank out of that sort yeah of man it's, it's that's fucking dope bro it's, it's to a, be 29 yeah. and making fucking legit money like yeah, off something like that yeah yeah no definitely blessed man you know and like the, like i said in the early days there was times i didn't i was gonna pack it in you know and i was going backwards and i could have gone bust to see where it is today and to be where i'm at today like fucking i'm glad i stuck that journey out you know mm. and every now and then there's that reminder that's like fuck yeah you know i did i'm good you know i did something i set out for a goal and now that fucking carries with me forever you know like mm. you know like that's something that and you use that to motivate your fighting yeah because you're like nah i fucking did it in this yeah and it's like i can set something out you know what's a 10-year career this is where i'm at the start of it you know yeah this is my second year who knows where i'm at 10 years you know i'm at that age where i can run 10 years yeah 
Dude, I like when I first started the film thing. So that's why I lived in America for that long. Yeah, because I was filming over there. And uh, yeah, when I first started, man, there was it was the same thing. Like there was no YouTube, there was no nothing, dude. Like I look back at how fucked up I did shit. Like even to where I don't even have any of my first footage because like I'd use it and then throw it away. Yeah, and it's like you just you'd have to go through so much shit through just this like manual fucking up and now yeah. man like you can get so good at filming in like six months you can do months. it off your phone bro yeah. cunts, cunts can make legitimate film clips straight off their phone and just be sending it out like you see these ads pop up it's video ad this whatever it can be someone off their phone you know and it's mm. it's making a, I know what you mean like, but, just but you watch don't the think crap. that in tattoos right nah, but like man. yeah making your own needles like fuck that like how hard was that shit <laughs> bro just just gaining the information of how to do the craft, how to do the tattooing, the techniques, you know, mm. what needles to use, what machines to use, you know, like down to everything. How does it operate? How does the machine fucking work? You know, like all these things. How long did it take you to feel comfortable? Never. It took me, eight, you know, like you still never feel comfortable. And if you don't have that, like... Oh, well, to, to like maybe not comfortable, but to feel like um, confident? I can do this. Confident? Yeah. Quick. Like, really? Yeah, pretty quick. Three to six months. Yeah straight off the bat because I threw myself in the deep end like, so the, first shop that I, the first shop that I went into was like I'm like oh yeah here's my here's my portfolio you know I want to be a tattooist and it was like well we kind of need someone to tattoo can you tattoo and I'm like fuck I've done a handful and they're like well come in and show us what you got so straight away I was tattooing you know I didn't get put through the rinses like mm. most you know like so that's why straight away I was you know I was like, all right, sweet. I'm I'm going for this thing, man. You know. Did you draw much as a kid? Always. Yeah. And, you so know, you, you had that confidence. Yeah, I drew all my bookwork as a kid. Was yeah. like, you'd have like three pages of bookwork math, and then from the back pages, just littered to the front in just yeah. doodles and scribbles and drawings and you know funny things or whatever. And so yeah, I was always drawing, always doing bookwork. Loved art, loved art in school. Always I was gonna excelled. say, did you ever like graph and shit? Yeah, man. I'm a hella painter. I've been painting really? fucking for ages. Yeah. So you were that. So art was always a fucking direction for you. Yep. Like a real direction. Always, man. Always. Does art. How does the whole like art and fucking gang thing mix though? I don't know, man. Because <laughs> it sort of seems like it does in a lot of places, right? In ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got sections of it that don't, obviously. Yeah. But it's like it does seem a little bit linked in uh, in places. What do you What do you mean, like the gangs things, like the? Well, like just trouble and painting. Oh, you know what I mean. Like it, and then the I trouble think, I think it's, to link I think it's just. I think it's just mischievous. Yeah. But sometimes, like some people do it for different things. When you start graffiti, like some people want to be noted. And, yeah. and have their name up and they'll just go and do tags everywhere and that's their name they're, everywhere. Yeah. they're putting their name on everything there's some people who just want to be um, artistic which yeah. was me I just wanted to do like you see these magazines with the most crazy beautiful murals you know and only we appreciate it as writers yeah people look at it and they're like oh cool you know but like or for it me, looks shit to them because or it looks shit know. to them because they yeah. don't know but you know f- for the culture and the people that are within that and who understand it and who do like it like these are the most beautiful things that you ever see and that's yeah. why you're so drawn to it you know it's like you want to make you it understand you understand it you understand what makes it good you know it's like when you watch jujitsu yeah like i had it on yesterday while i was eating lunch and and my buddy guy editing was watching and he looked so confused and I, I knew literally every technique and every grip yeah so to me it look that's literally graffiti it's yep. like he looked at it as like shit that they were probably going to paint over yep. and then I could see every everything detail. yeah is that how it is with graffiti 100% to, to fine tooth you know to like artists know exactly so what, what they're looking for what are you looking for in that shit oh man it's 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 so many avenues bro it's a whole nother jujitsu in itself that culture bro yeah, that right. graffiti you know and like 
it goes back to why do people get into it yeah some people just want to get up some people love the art and some people just you know it, it, but it is it is fun you know and like it's not always as mischievous and you know as bad as people think it is and now some people make careers like maddie bro one of, one of our boys he comes to the shop you know we sponsor him and hook him up with the paint unbelievable really yeah man he's the best he's on the gold coast doing all these murals what's his trade. instagram maddie bro at maddie bro really hit him up everyone should watch him check out his murals man he's Fuck, a I'm gonna, i'll do it now keep talking yeah bro but like you know he's made a full career out of it now you know he's got a family he supports his kids off doing murals you know traveling the world at really the, at the moment he's over doing mark hunt's uh gyms they got they're setting up all these live well gyms he's over there painting all these gyms you know like wow his shit's fucking sick dope man you know and so like we just grew up you dude, know how's his kobe deal epic what he, the fuck he's the dude who does all the culture king paintings you know culture oh, kings does all those wow yeah. really yeah he's a what g, a g. yeah I need to get him on here should get him on here bro he'd fuck, be a fucking wanna, great one yeah, to talk yeah. to that's sick yeah so you're still like really deep in that culture too man i've got like so many passions that i've like delved into and and mm-hmm. been at them for years that it's like that's another reason that was hard to commit to fighting was like i love so many things yeah. i go through times where i'm like i don't even want to be a tattooist i want to be a painter and i want to do murals like maddie bro you know and it's just like well fuck, that's a whole commitment too and that's going to be a whole new mm-hmm. hustle i don't just you don't just pull 10 grand jobs out of the air you know like you just got to you got to work for those things and you got to be putting in time you got to be doing you know walls day in day out and it's not easy to find walls every day exactly bro you know it's expensive hobby as well if you're not fucking you know if it's not getting paid for so what's a mural cost like in paint like to do a wall like culture kings so something like that well you know it's like between seven and ten bucks a can and you're probably going to need like you know 20 30 colors can be pretty exy you're gonna have yeah. your buff you're gonna have to need to get like a an escalator it was a fucking scissor cherry lift. scissor lift yeah. to go up and down you know like takes your time you know yeah. you're away working you're not working and doing something where you're feeding your family you know so you have to pay for your time you have yeah. to pay for your design process when you're at home in bed or you know sitting in front of a desk working on your design like it's it's a big thing you know yeah. it's a full commitment some people just don't understand that too you know and they're like oh can you come to my house and paint something and you may go out there it's like a bedroom wall this big and they want to fucking you know create mona lisa or something yeah you know? and you're like oh yeah and, and then they just don't understand sometimes the work that the goes, work into, that goes it, into it yeah. and you tell them a price and they're just like what you know you spray paint like can't you just fucking quickly tag it out you know yeah no like you know and that's 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 it man you got to work through that hustle and find the people who appreciate your art how the how do you get the fucking line so straight on those paintings with cans years bro. of practice man because fuck dude like, how do you get those sweeps you know how do you get those yeah, fucking chokes man just years of practice fuck it makes sense it's crazy though like it's so easy to appreciate like i got fucking tattoos i like tattoos i never appreciate tattoos as much as you fucking even yeah do in the first sentence of explaining it. yeah man yeah. you know it's like everything it's really easy to appreciate everything when you can think like fuck as much as i know about jujitsu some kind of knows about tattoos and oh yeah that's fucking rad it's that's it's everything man like you can be you know tables that could be the most biggest table connoisseur you know a guy who like handcrafts these things mm. at homes and he hasn't cracked it yet but he makes the most beautiful tables or some dude in bali who you know we're buying his stuff cheap as but like how do you be doing it over here how do you have been done it in in italy and you know grew up yeah. with that he could be the, be the he could be, yeah, yeah you know what i mean like it's every craft and it's everything you know like people delve into things beyond measure and that's what makes those things great so what makes you what made your mind go because i'm the same in terms of 
like even jiu-jitsu like i got good at jiu-jitsu quick because i've the fucking first weekend i went to my first class on a tuesday yeah then i bought a book on amazon about jiu-jitsu it's like that fucking thick yeah and then i read that thing friday saturday sunday yeah and like i just did everything i've got a brain that does that and it's with everything i'm into it's yeah. fucking head first all my shit but it's like what makes your brain want to do that that's just how it is man do you think about why though no nah, i just do i spend so much time thinking about why because i don't like, i don't i don't question my actions a whole lot mm. you know because i just feel like you know sort of what we touched base at the start as well if you do something you, you've done that for a reason just back yourself how do you mm. know if it's the done the right thing did you follow your head did you follow your heart you know don't fucking worry about it later if it's already done it's already done and stressing about it ain't gonna help nothing mm. you know no it's true but i always i always do find myself wondering like what is it because I feel like sometimes... You can get caught up with religion with that same thing. True. What's our purpose? Why are we here? You know? Or just who cares? I'm here. I know that. Like, let's just run with it. You know? Like, take that fucking little bit of thought pattern out of your head. It may take up an hour a day if you're committed into a religion, which I'm not. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Anyone can do yeah. whatever they want. Like, you know? And, and I respect everything with that. But, like, that that's going to start consuming your life. So, do you tell yourself to not think about that shit? Or is it just habit now? Nah, but, it's just habit, man. You know, but like... Did you used to at a point? And then that was something you had to let go of, do you reckon? No, I still think about unproductive shit and, and all that, man. But it's just like, once I voice these philosophies with Wade, now that's my way. So if I'm doing something that I know I shouldn't be because I've said it out loud and I actually believe that shit, then so I'll just do that. So what's an example of that? Like something that you're like, nah, not going to think about that shit anymore. Um, Just honestly being in a fucking depressive rut. Like, you know just being just being down and you just feel like the shittest piece of shit you know like you don't know why you feel like that you know like you you go deep into it i know that it's just me going through a rut i know this is just with all my ups this week this is the down you know that's me otherwise you know as people can just delve into that and then start binge drinking or you know start taking drugs or start doing stuff i just knuckle those ones out man you know and that's that's one that i'm real aware of you know what's your tech do you have like a technique with that or it's literally just like a line in the sand now? it's a struggle bro for yeah. everyone you know everyone struggles with that shit or if anyone like people that i've talked yeah, to man, about this sure. shit man like but you know that's your lull you use your life man you can't keep going up forever yeah but what are you doing though like are you just are you just talking to yourself about it and saying like no nah, i don't think like that or are you literally just like well, severing ties with that nah, it's that like feeling? that that mindset it's like it's it's abrupt so it's like it's sitting there going you know you suck you're shit you know what are you doing get the fuck up you know why you feel like this you just got to snap you're like i need to snap out of it so i'll stand up and i'll go outside and i'll look at the sun you know like and then it'll come back in and i'll be aware that this is just my mind fucking telling me this is just the brain doing the brain thing you know and you're just like all right boom snap out of it go outside take the dogs for a walk you know like so that's your thing is like as soon as you notice you're feeling about it being aware of your thought process and when you're sort of getting into that moment be aware as soon as you just go you know what this is just part of the process just fucking start doing doing whatever you need to do to fix it preoccupy yourself go do some exercise you know yeah don't do what you don't want to do because what you're going to want to do would be like oh it's something that you would fall back on oh i need to take drugs or i need to do this or i need yeah. to fucking eat or i need to fucking guzzle alcohol or you know and that's where you fall into those states and that's how probably people are addict you know like yeah i don't know but that's that's my way of getting out of that little mindset yeah Nah, dude, it makes so much sense. And so you and Wade have like worked together over years of being friends at like these, you know, bouncing these ideas off of each other kind of thing. <laughs> we just talk shit, bro. We just, it's we're just, we're just, though. we're just the most like, we've just, we're day ones. We've done everything together. Like we've experienced the most heartache with, you know, and we've stuck it out and we've just, 
boys who are just so comfortable with each other we can just say shit no matter how dumb it sounds and we'll assess it at the time you know yeah. and it's just like and we just live by our ways and then it's been good man like we're, we're doing sweet you know so, it so must he's be like working. he's like family at this point yeah 100 you know? brother this is my day one he's on this journey with me man like he's yeah. fighting he was trying to get onto this eternal card but he didn't get matched up man like we'd all love to see him like get get back into it he's yeah, he looks he, like a fucking animal dude's a weapon bro yeah he's you know i should say that he's not so that he can get a fight but like yeah. you know but he is man you know he learned these techniques when he was younger so he used to fight when he was younger oh, right. so he's learned all good technique you so know? what did he do mma yeah right as a kid as a kid bro fuck yeah yeah and so now that he's like older you know he's done all the partying we've done all of this and that and we've run those lives and done our traveling like we both realized like i found this passion just through boxing you know and i'd only been boxing doing technique for like a couple of years never yeah. had a match or nothing like that and um and then I was then you know I decided MMA I loved MMA as well you know so I started delving into other things kickboxing and jujitsu yeah and then you know so we went down that direction and man he was just as when he was younger he was that super talent kid that was like had he have knuckled it out and he gone down there he would have been he would have been the best bro he'd be on the roster now top top three probably like guaranteed without fail you know yeah so he's he's delving back into it he's like all right like fucking we're day ones you know we're boys like let's just let's get this done man you know Fuck, that'd be a big help yeah on it, the days is, that you feel like don't feel like training it is man a hundred percent like having someone else who's got that same direction same push like we push each other what like, weight are you guys the same weight he's um he can make light heavy okay he's light heavy at the moment he was a big man like you know only a couple months ago he was fucking 110 115 kilos now he's down to like 93 94 wow and you know if had he have got a mma match we would have got him down to middleweight bro you know like yeah right and so it's, you guys aren't the same weight though no nah, so he's like massive. you can train to get yeah good but right. I've, we've always trained to, like we've yeah. always we've always just you know even even when we so that's why you're good with getting punched by lightweights yeah <laughs> i've de i've dealt with the biggest boys forever bro you yeah. know inside and outside of the ring like forever you know i've been punched on with the hitchies you know the bikes yeah. those kinds of juice monkeys they're big you know like did you ever get bashed proper by them boys nah, i've never been outed bro like I've, really? I've i've come out on top fucking 98 percent of the time i swear to god Fuck. i've had more shots than from my own mates than from the opponents and stuff you know what i mean like my own mate in a gang fight might just punch me in the head or you know like soccer boot me because the fucking the thing turns like it's, yeah. all, it's all happened you know yeah. like it happens more from my mates than the other people in fights and that's where like you know it stems back to like i know i can handle myself i know yeah. what i feel like in those situations like this is something that i could do so you where know, do you feel like you can go, bro? Straight, I could go fucking. I've got a direction, man. I'm gonna go as far as this like thing takes. Where me. though? We go. We go on the UFC. Yeah, man. I'll thing. go to the, one of these top promotions, man, and just you know, I don't, I don't care, you know, what it is, what my platform ends up being. Like, like I said, I'm. This is new to me, bro. You know, yeah. so I'm not having expectations, but I'm, I'm aiming high. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I know that it's got to be good. You know. Yeah, it's fucking cool, man. Because that's, I think, one of the appeal to you and what stands out is like think you know where you're gonna go but then like other people know where you're gonna go mm. but it's like you don't really want to fucking yeah you know, and i don't want to rush you're I don't, humble about yeah, it yeah man and i don't like and i don't, right don't want to rush it man because i look at the people who have done great things and i'd look at the people who you know have you know who, who have paved the way and who are doing it right you know like izzy he fucking put in his work man you know mm. like before he even went to the usc and you know like i'll, I'll learn by example like look at him you know i'll learn by that example mm. put in your work before you go there like you know so if 
you know, say I get offered a, a contract within, you know, like too early, I'll probably say, man, I want to fucking fight more and like mm. make sure that like, because once you get to one of these platforms, when you get to one of these big promotions, you want to make sure that you you fucking ready. You don't want to yeah, get you know, spat out. You don't want to just get chewed up and then that's it. You know, all that hard work, all that stuff, all that dream, and then it's done and dusted over because you weren't ready. Just make sure that you're ready, you man. Put in the extra work. Well, because like in this whole game right now, you got Jorge Masvidal, mm. and it's like. He's the dude that was fighting on the street and obviously like he's got those videos and it's like there's a fucking let like the same dudes that he was beating up in terms of like his street fights. It's like they're fucking gang thug dudes. It's like so if you're doing that in Australia here, it's like there's a similar level like to, to the guys that, you know, a fucking yeah. a tough motherfucker in the street yeah, is a tough motherfucker in the 100%, street. 100%, you know, like that's another mentality that I give myself a tick. Like even though I know that these guys in the gym you know, they may be way more technical than me. Like, but I know I handle. You can cover I, some distance. I know, I know, that. I know, I, I know. I handle myself. Bro, yeah. You know, like That's, how many, how many, technique. how many real fights you've been in? You know, like mm. how many times have cunts put it to your? You know, how much time Rocked have you up been? at your doorstep? You didn't exactly. get an eight week camp for none of that. Yeah, fucking, exactly. You know none of that shit. Yeah. You know, so like, I re- honestly, I feel like I'm running off. You know, I think that there's four things in in in, in cage fighting in most most sports, which is like, you know, your technique. You know, mm-hmm. your, your, your your fitness levels, you know, your brain and your heart. You know, I think I've got brain and heart and the other ones will just come with me as I'm as I'm doing it, you know. But I've already got two, two of the three, you know, two of the four, which is halfway there. You know, you know what it's like? It's like when you play fucking Street Fighter. Yeah. And then you got like all the different levels. Yeah. And it's like you got the Street Fight dude. And it's like he has fucking one technique, one this, one that, but then his like fighter instinct is all the way up and he can bash most motherfuckers. Yeah. It's like, that's just, there is a level to that, man. Yeah, 100%, man. And we've all got friends that we know, like that we watch fighting street fights and the way they just can knock people out. Yep. They always fucking sleep people. Yeah. There is something to that technique, dude. I got my fucking boy I grew up with my whole life. That motherfucker could hit people. Yeah, like didn't matter who it was yeah. if he hit you you were getting fucked it's got up got that noise on it and you just know hey and like, it's you like, just see it in their body language you're like this cunt's gonna sleep you know we, we know those people man you know that's fucking it exists man it and exists. you know like and if you've and, got that and, and, and like you said it, we've all got those mates yeah. so someone else going into a fight they're thinking this could be that guy you know I, I could be on the fucking receiving end of that you know and that's gonna play into their doubt and like yeah that's what I feel like plays into my advantage because mm. I know, you know, that like I am that guy, you know. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Like, it's fucking true, cunt. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like even even now, like when we'd roll, like I'm a fucking blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, fuck, I don't really want to roll this cunt. Like you don't, you don't <laughs> even do jiu-jitsu. And it's like, because there's there's guys that yeah. have that fucking thing. A ticker. Yeah, it's fucking, it's real though, you know? Yeah. And now like, cause it's been hard for you to get fights, eh? Cause you Man. wanted to go pro this one. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, um, but like last, that last year, well last year, man, I, I, I tried to get fights all the way up and all the, all the way through the year I was doing camp and then I'd have a fight pull out, you know, I'd have, I'd oh, do a camp really? and this shit happened, man. Like last year I had something like, you know, eight or nine opponents and only two fights out of that, you know, and both of them within three weeks of each other and both like sort of you know last minute sort of throw togethers you know but like i trained camp no fight 
camp, no fight, camp, no fight. And I mean, this whole time, I'm not working. I could be at, you know, work, making money, doing, mm. doing you know, like doing things. Like I'm, I was training, you know, I was putting in the work, obviously doing, you know, what I needed to do. still doing what you had to do, yeah. But not physically doing the craft of tattooing, just sitting down and taking out 10 to eight hours of my day, you know, doing that and then going home and getting the designs done. And I wasn't in that process, you know. Yeah. So in my sense, I was like, am I being non-productive? Am I putting in all this work? And I may not even get a fight. Yeah. If it's like this forever... Or if this is like for us for a long time, like this isn't achievable. I'm not going to su- succeed and get what I need done within that time frame. Hang on, fix the door. Well, it's just a different vibe, man. That's the whole thing that I've been trying to... That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like this this whole point of this room is like, you just come and do whatever you yeah. want. Like, like even even before fighting, like I was a tattooist, people wanted to do podcasts with me. And I was just like, no, I can't do that shit. I, don't, I hate the sound of my voice. And I'm, mm. you know, and I'm not about... To, I'm not even showing my face on the uh, social medias, you know? Like I'm, I like being behind the scenes... And I guess that too comes from graffiti, like, mm. you know, seeing seeing beautiful artworks and seeing bits and pieces and then like, you know, but you never know who did them. Same with tattoos, you know, you might see the most nicest tattoo on this girl's arm mm. on a train or something. You're not going to ask her who did that. You're just going to admire it and then it's going to leave, you know, and I love that about graffiti, which mm. sort of led me into the tattooing. But, you know, now I just, that's... So what's that feeling all about, do you think? I don't know, man. I think it's just appreciation to being anonymous, like... You know, like being someone being having to do something, but it doesn't need to get credit for it. Yeah. They just do it because they love it, and the end result's good because they were passionate about it when they did it. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. What and yeah, why is that though? Like, where's that come from? You reckon? Because that's know. a cool thing. To, that probably started from graffiti. That probably just started as like yeah. So it's a feeling that you've chased, obviously. I think it's just. It. I think it's just grown natural. You know, like just yeah. from watching it, growing through graffiti to the tattoo, like and that's the same mindset. You have that's most people probably have that mindset who are in those fields, you know, and who mm. do those things. Or is that a part of the culture of it? Is that you let your art go into the world and you don't get credit for Some it? Some people you know obviously there's the, the other spectrum of that where people just only want to be known they, yeah. you know and they big mouth themselves and they put themselves out there I was all good with not people knowing you know I was yeah. all good with just doing something mad on the highway and driving past and just like you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know and, and your boys would know too like yeah. <laughs> you know like, yeah that's sick eh yeah fuck yeah that makes a lot of sense I, f- I feel like I've never really thought about that that much yeah like my t- I like art for well, I guess that was something with the filming that I did. We did all the Red Bull stuff. Like, I felt like for eight years, people didn't really know what work I did because before, when I first started, I started putting out videos on Vimeo, like before YouTube even. Yeah. And then people knew, like, I filmed that because it was like my channel in a way. Yeah. And I was putting it out for people to see. Yeah. And then when I went to America and started doing all the Red Bull filming, my name's never in it. Like, there's no credits on no. a YouTube video. So we were doing all this crazy shit and people would be like, oh, what have you been up to? And I'd have to send them a link to something that I did. Yeah. And yeah, I guess I had I went through that a little bit of like people not really knowing your art, but I did and like the people I sent it to did. But yeah. now with this, this is like the complete opposite. I feel like yeah, so weird because I'm putting myself out there yeah, like man. on my own accord and 100%. expecting people to listen to it. it feels like fucking gross to me man honest. I know exactly what you mean man this is my same mindset in changing this thing into fighting you know like yeah. now I'm now if I'm going from Mr. Anonymous to like fucking put yourself on these things do these podcasts you know put face up on social, Instagram and that you know yeah like, 
Because that's it's, fucking weird, man. That's like is, a weird side effect. Because it is, I man. enjoy and you this. Got, and you're so hesitant too. Like, you yeah. Know, and it, and you got to. And it's the same thing as that. Knowing that mindset that this is just me feeling this way, having you know whether it be too much pride or caring what people think or you know mm. whatever, whatever that emotion is, and just putting it past yourself and just you know just backing what you know is the process, what you know you need to do, and just do it. Mm. Don't worry about it, you know. And then just make that decision to move on with it. Yeah, because that's that's honestly my biggest struggle right now and like the way that we grew up and the way that my childhood was in terms of like school and bullies and shit like that my fucking life revolved around not trying to sound cocky yeah because that's why i got in fights with people me too man like everyone was like i was happy about being talented at this and good at sport and doing this certain thing it's like trying to overachieve i guess in a way but that or like holidays we went on like we went up cape york and we were fucking killing pigs and shit <laughs> then you come back and you tell kids at school and then they're like fuck you can't you yeah. know so like you, you develop a mentality of like not being so cocky that people fucking want to bash you yeah man <laughs> and then now but that's like my men- mentality now when no one's gonna fucking bash me yeah man and it's like fuck man i gotta be careful yeah not to man. be like proud of myself yep and but the, not the, a cocky cat. And there's a fine line, man. Like, fuck look, yeah. look, at, look at Izzy, man. People people will say that, oh, this guy's not humble or this guy's not that. Like, nah, mm. he's just true to himself and he believes in himself. And, like, anyone that knocks that, it's like, why? You know, like... Yeah. And Israel Asanya has got to a point in his life where he don't give a fuck what you think of Israel nah. Asanya. And why should he? You For know? real. You know, like, he's, he's, he's set out and he's done his bit, you know? Like, fucking soak it in, brother, you know? The way that he talks to, like... And this is something that all fight... Like, Israel Adesanya is maybe more important for the sport of mixed martial arts than Conor McGregor now. Because Conor McGregor was fucking the first dude. He was the first guy that come in and changed everything, right? Mm. And since then, every fucking person in the sport has tried to replicate his success of, Mm. like, being holy fuck he's the only one yeah israel adesanya is the first guy in the ufc yeah that has come after conor mcgregor yeah when this fucking bar was set so high yep. and has managed to actually be himself and not he's be a exa- copy of exactly that exactly that man he's just crazy. Run, he's just doing his own thing running his own race you know and that's like people see true and that's why bam bam same australia yep. love him we all love him because he's just himself man like when yep. you're getting a true character and something that people can resonate with in a sport like this like people are going to get noticed for that you know the yeah. real ones you're also going to be exposed if you're not really what you are you know dude think about dude i just got fucking goosebumps <laughs> thinking about his fucking dance that he did for his last fight Crazy. that i literally got goosebumps that steams confidence bro that's self-belief you know like that's the shit that you know only people dream of you know dude this is how fucking gnarly that was <laughs> this is full stoner talk right now yeah. but this is to how gnarly that was I was fucking scared for him when he started dancing. Like, that's how out there that was. Yeah. I was like, bro, I fucking like you so much. Don't fuck this up for me. It's intense. Don't fuck this up for me by this being shit. And then he kills it so hard. And it's just like, wow, you're your own fucking dude forever. 100%, man. Like, just fucking nailed his moment. That was it. It's crazy. The con- How the fuck do you go to bed at night? You got a man, the, the cunt must have cojones like that. Like, you just fucking back yourself that much. You just run out. Like, dude, and man. like, you know what? You got to have utmost respect for that. Even oh. if you're like, oh, he did a dance. Like, you know? Yeah, even if you want to hate on it, respect you only his hate, fucking you're, only, you're only hating the fucking cunts that done it well. Oh. You know? And Real then, well. look at, you know why? 
Deontay Wilder didn't even take that big of a risk. He come out in that fucking stupid suit and got beat and then said his legs were tired. Imagine, like, coming out in a suit versus doing a fucking dance with a fucking hip-hop group. With his boys, man. He brang with the, his he, fucking he homies. The, he, he brang them on stage, you know? He brang them to the world fucking stage to, to do it down with him, man. Like, fucking That's so much him, more of a risk yeah. than what Deontay Wilder did. And he yeah. fucking pulled it off and Deontay Wilder shit the bed. Yeah, so man. that's the fuck... That's the type of level that yeah. comes on. He's on God mode. 100%. And but going back to Deontay Wilder... You can't knock him, but like no, you know, look, yeah, for sure. look at what he's done. And had he have won that moment, he would have been in his issues. Exactly. Like, look at him; he came out Black Power Ranger, and it was fucking unreal, you know. Yeah. But it didn't go out that way. But you know what? Look at what you he's done. Look what he's done to yeah. now. Like that doesn't mean he's no less than what he's done. It means he lost that fight, and it means he didn't fucking execute his dramatic situation. Yeah. And that's probably going to hit him so fucking hard, you know. But what? I bet you bounces back, oh, man. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, because he's that cunt. He, yeah. We're those people, you know. Like you, you just like fuck. And that's the thing is took like took a shot and missed. Like, well, we know that Deontay that Wilder again. comes back because he's a megastar, right? Yeah. But like Adesanya went out on a limb even harder. Yeah. In terms of the dance thing, so imagine like what people are saying about Deontay Wilder. Imagine what people would have said about Adesanya. Yeah. Like he was risking everything. Hundred percent on he, his biggest fight I bet, ever. I bet he don't give a fuck what people say. Like you said, that's crazy. And that's why he does that shit, man. And that's that, why you got to have the utmost respect because that's that's true. That's true doing yourself when you don't give a fuck. That's people being themselves, you know. Like, dude, that is like God mode that he talks about. Like that concept. Like you, you know that like the fucking stoner philosophies you were talking about. <laughs> That's like one of his personal philosophies is God mode. Yeah. Like the way he always says that, he's obviously got to some point in his life where he's thought to myself, I'm in fucking God mode right yeah. now. Or he wasn't in God mode and he's going, I'm going to fucking get there and this is what it's going to look like. And that cunt's living there now. Man, he's, he's said it early. Like he's, he's written all this. He's set his path, man. He's picked his fights. He's made it happen. You know, he's, he's achieving what he's set out to do, man. And that's what I'm trying to do too. I was going like, to say about you're looking up to that kind of thing. Yeah, right? 100%. But like just with the guys in Australia, man, like these are my first hand mates. Like all, a lot of the UFC yeah. fighters, the bigger boys, you know. And it's like to see such humble dudes like the, who are also doing the same thing, who are just as much themselves. Like you know, like to see it firsthand because I am there, mate. Yeah. That's, that was my biggest like push over the edge for me. It was like, you know. But I bet this is what's crazy. I bet that people see you like that, but you probably don't see yourself like that. You probably nah. see yourself as an outsider amongst yeah. all them. But all those boys probably would say the same thing about you. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe I know, like, like they've, like they've said to me that, like, you know, like, I bring a lot to the table that's not fighting, you know? Mm. Like, I've, you know, I've, I've got experience in business and life and, you know, I've done a lot of th things, like, you know? Mm. And so they, you know, they feel like, you know, that's what I, you know, was, you know, bring my value to the table. That's yeah. what I felt that my value to the table was, you know? Like, I, yeah. had, I had something else that, that, you know they weren't doing and they can take lessons from me whereas i can do the same man i'll take lessons off these guys all day you know yeah because now they're on the path that i'm doing you know like well they're already at the path that i'm trying to do what what's the stuff like what's your version of god mode like what do you do you see like and not necessarily in like terms of like oh, i'll be in the ufc and this and that but it's like what's those visions for you of like when you're in your fucking zone like what's that shit feel like is it you know good times in training and then home and work's killing it it's like i don't know what's your vision for your life like, with a, like an ultimate clarity yeah oh man i don't know hey I've, i'm not one to like 
I'm not one to like sit in a mode and like be happy with what I've got. Like I'm yeah. always striving to do something else. And once something's done, there's already a new task at hand. So it's like, it's probably a huge downfall for me that I don't stop and smell the roses. Yeah. But it's like, I was going to say, I that don't, gets I don't, hard to manage. I don't have a mindset is whereas I'm like, like I'm in infinite now, you know, like I'm just, a set, I'm just running with it, you know, I'm running off impulse and I know that I'm doing that, but it works good for me, you know? So I feel like when I'm at my, utmost natural when i can just be comfortable with myself like that's when i feel like i guess maybe that's your question mm. like when i'm feeling like i'm just being me and it's like everyone's happy that i'm just being me and doing me then i feel like yeah see you know like I'm, this is the best version of myself mm. dude i can hear like when you're talking about doing podcasts um i did i uh, like hearing yourself on podcasts i did one with greg rust and like I can hear in my voice when I'm editing. That's why it kills me because I can hear my own ego yeah. and I can hear how comfortable I am with myself. Yeah. And it's like a good show for me. Yeah. And like I knew the Greg Rust one to be good because I listened back and there's like a tone in my voice I can hear. Yeah. And even when I'm in the room, I'm like, this is like a good, humble, comfortable with yourself tone. Yeah. And there's times where I'm like a little bit anxious and yeah. I don't sound like I don't, that. Yeah. A little bit sad, I don't sound like that. <laughs> but it's like, that's why it kills me to hear my voice because... I'm so hard on myself yeah. of like that zone of being comfortable with yourself. Especially when you're just rambling on, man. Like, you know, and that's what I, sometimes I'll just get on tangents and just fucking go, you know, and yeah. I say shit as stone of thoughts, you know, and sometimes they're not right. They're not good <laughs> philosophies, you know, but I say them anyway. So like, yeah, of course I'm going to be hesitant to do this stuff, you know. I wonder though, because I feel like with Adesanya, he's probably just so much further down the path than we both are. Oh, and yeah. I wonder what that fucking must if that level like if I can get to a lot by point in my life where I'm pretty comfortable with myself yeah imagine being on his level of comfortable with yourself that must be a good place to be yeah man it's and I bet I bet he's got I bet he's got even higher expectations for himself and maybe that's what it is though right and he's that kind of person and they're the you know everyone's striving to be that you know Mike Tyson same again you know like just had had high expectations and had such a long career mm. was at the top for so long because he was always on the prowl for more you know he was like wanted more money wanted more girls wanted more fame wanted more power wanted more opponents wanted more wins wanted more belts you know like he says that shit you know and it's like fuck yeah I can see why you fucking reign for so long because that that thought just fucking run, when you run it in a good channel and you're good at it and you know mm. for sure it's gonna fucking it's gonna keep going man but then like how do you balance that with all the shit that fucked up Mike Tyson and fucked up Conor McGregor like how do you that's what the ego is man i think is it's like how do you even me with like i got crazy opportunities coming yeah. up for myself like stupid shit that i was like that i'll never get a call from that person that person would never reply to a dm yeah and it's like all of those opportunities come up and now it's like i feel like my job now is like don't be a fuckhead with yeah. like when you start you do to start when you do well zone. i yeah. think it's like those guys i think they probably stopped and smelled the roses for a bit mm. and like being the personality that they did they're like they delved into that you know so maybe they you know jumped off that path and went at it but like kudos to connor because he's back and he's yeah. in action you know he doesn't have to be he's, that's the, he could have walked away and said and told his kids that it's like look at me greatest yeah. ever you know and he'd be in contention for that so he's fighting anyway still you know like but that's the problem with like at some point though and this is maybe the problem with everybody that fucks up is that you start playing the character yeah like conor mcgregor like he was being himself on stage saying the funny dumb shit 
but then it's like then it goes off stage and then transfers into your daily life yeah and then you, it's just you business start. he says it man you know and so like a lot of it is that charade but a lot of it is genuine because you can quick witty you know you can come yeah. up with fucking zingers like that and but you if can, you start playing if you start playing your own character too much then that's when you start to that's when you're yeah. smelling the roses right because you're so involved in like playing your own character yeah, as opposed own, to like your own horn man Trump. as opposed to being your best version of yourself yep agreed man and it's like yeah 100 percent. that's it man definitely what were some of the big like hurdles for the business like on just a person like personal and business side because like with so many shops opening up like what's the business shit that you think you were good at that kept it or made man, it work marketing yeah right yeah i had an eye for marketing still do you know and like I like it. I know. I just try things. No, and I was like with this business, and still to this day, I'm willing to give everything to it. So I go, you know, I, I I'm not a guy with like fancy cars or dripping in the nicest clothes or whatever. I'd rather be putting those money into businesses and to the people who are supporting me, and you know, going on with that. So that was my hustle. You know, like just staying driven and staying pushing, doing that. Mm. Yeah, because a lot of people don't do that. Like once they start do, getting. Are doing well to a certain point they again maybe that's just, just smelling the fucking roses smelling yeah. the roses start getting hungry you know and then you're like fuck yeah, I'm good you know, I'm on top cool stay back smell the roses everyone catches up you're like fuck you know and what's it, what, how the hell did I get back here you know mm. like, and then before you know it it's too late to make you know resolve what you've really just stay hungry man just stay on it like yeah I'm probably bad advice not to smell the roses but like yeah embrace things as they happen yeah. but you know like don't be don't sit there and mellow out like stay keep going well i even saw miles posted that because uh, that that dude works fucking hard and like i saw did you see he posted about japan and said like we would have never done this trip yeah and like we're glad we did it and it was kind of that same thing as like he'd forced himself to oh man stop and smell the roses well, but i'm sure he's still hungry all as of fuck. them like jesse you know himself like they were all like i could tell it in the last few days before they were leaving they were like oh, i don't want to leave these boys like i'm about to have a fight you know so mm. they're like oh, i want to be there to prepare you know like because they're, they're involved with us man like you know mm. and you know so like they're putting that pressure on and i'm just like man just go like use it i know like enjoy yourself you deserve it everything's going to be sweet here you know we have no fucking financial intake from this business but we'll 100% offer all of our time to do whatever we need and we're just students at this gym you know what I mean so it's just mm. like that's how much these guys are giving for us and that's like why they should go and do this trip and they should go off and fucking have a good time because they're working hard on us you mm. know like but the real guy like the real hustlers they do struggle to spend time on themselves mm. because it's like it, it is like all or nothing right yep yeah and that's probably like where my wife comes back into play you know because she makes sure that like we have time to do dinners we have time to go on holidays we have time to do this thing mm. you know otherwise if it was me i'd just be grinding 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 you know doing whatever i am doing mm. just fucking going with it you know i probably wouldn't stop for a bit and do this and go take on a holiday recharge that. like if it was up to me i would just fight back to back camp to camp you know all year i'd get as many done as i could you know but like i can't do it i can't do a year like that and you know it's mm. going to be too taxing on our relationship you know so we have to stop and do intervals and i have to go back to work and i have to go on tattoo because when i'm in there the business booms you know it's got a good energy like you know a lot of the people that are in that shop yeah you're the heart and soul i'm the heart and soul of that shop you know so i've got to be back in there so straight after this fight i'm back to work you know i'm on the tools Mm. i'm tied on for a bit you know and then we go on a holiday we go to japan me and my wife and you know after in a month so it's like have it like otherwise i wouldn't have planned it out like that i would Mm. just be thinking i'm fighting you know so this is fighting i'm just fighting fight 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 you need that downtime like i because i went to bali for six days and just did like the full no phone no nothing i just went fucking i did had one podcast i posted 
and then that was it and i was like barely looking at my phone like once or twice a day yeah and man i come up with an idea that is like like gonna help me fight like fix my financial problems in terms of like because it's hard to do a podcast full time when oh, no cunts doing fucking podcasts. You know? I bet. So it's like it's fucking hard to get enough money to just like keep the lights on. Yeah. And it's like it wasn't. I didn't find an answer in this office. Yeah. I found the answer on a fucking trip that had full on downtime, and I was concentrating on like not being stressed. Like that was my whole thing. Was like just fucking cruise yeah i pushed all thoughts of work out of my mind yep and sitting there in fucking total bliss and comfort yep bang idea come and it's like it made me so excited to get back to work and i've started putting it in place and i feel like a big part of my stress feels like it's gonna be gone because i took the time to rest it's like that marsfordal effect he had that same thing just happen to him man like mm. you know he went on that show where they yeah. put him on an island and you know he's all locked away with himself and his thoughts and he just clicked to him bro and then look he came back bang 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 now look at him like yeah. you know not to say that he wasn't so good in his career because he was but he made that switch man and yeah he's, he's just now fucking, a superstar. he's a superstar bro you yeah. know he's gone to that level he's just fully blown it out of the water probably because he just decluttered and got his thought pattern right set out a fucking plan and executed it yeah and he seems like the guy that's been through that bullshit and is now in the point where it's like he's comfortable with that version of himself man, every day no matter what he's him yeah what you see is what you get and that's why we love him too true characters man you know they're the, they're just the, they're the icons in this sport you know yeah. obviously we have people who we like the way that they fight and what they do you know and how they you know are technically, in the ring. technically and, yeah. obviously you know but there's people who are just personalities and yeah. to the most and to the public they're the ones that go and blow up because yeah, you know like yeah. people aren't who don't understand the sport as, as delve into it as much as one like yourself or myself yeah they just like the, the dudes who are doing it you know they're like oh he's a funny guy you know like how yeah. he was bad mouth and old mate you know yeah so they'll, they'll delve into his character mm. but not into his technique because they don't know about because they don't know yeah. but you yeah. know and they become superstars because they're authentic people you know well, like, it's like cowboy one of the most famous dudes ever what's his nickname fucking cowboy yeah. what's like a, an easy thing if you say cowboy to a fucking eight-year-old in 2020 they're gonna know what a fucking cowboy is yeah. it's not real hard to like just be a simple fucking version of yourself that everyone can relate to yep you don't have to be some fucking fake weird dude that's like what are you doing man like yeah because that's really what it is like i don't get you i'm i don't fucking there's nothing there's yeah. no connection yeah it's it man crazy but like cowboy it's just so fucking easy right yeah because they're just themselves yeah. you know and like people just they like it or they don't they like you or you don't that's that's life bro you know mm. or you sit in limbo and it doesn't matter anyway you know but if someone likes you and they like your character that's they're those guys who end up superstars you know and you get there by putting in the work and being technically good and being a good fighter to get mm. to those platforms to get to those moments to get those to get seen yeah you know doing you doing what you do in your element well you can see with yourself like the um you've carried over the marketing stuff like if you're good with marketing yeah. like you have carried it out and i know that it must feel fucking weird to shoot the vlogs and like yeah. have someone following your training but it's like i know i need to do it i enjoy it like yeah. i've watched all your shit this week yeah. and it was like even before we said we we're doing the podcast like yeah. i still watch all your shit like yeah. i fucking like it it's Jeez, it's bro. cool for me to see yeah like and i you yeah. know the tattoo stuff i look up to that i look up to your ability to fight because I mean, I've gone and done jiu-jitsu tournaments and it's not as gnarly as what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I've got fucking mad respect for that. Yeah, I So it's it, like, you know, I, 
it's a it's a necessary thing for you to do and it's like it's cool that you actually are like risking your own fucking weird feelings to do the right thing you know yeah man for sure like you know and i think the i think the thing that like really drew me to the fighting was like just like did that to self better Mm -hmm. you know because like stepping into that stepping into that cage you know it's just yourself you know and it's you hear it a lot of the time you know it's you know it's just whatever work you've done that's what you get at the moment you know how you deal with it whatever but also putting yourself in a situation that where you're as exposed as vulnerable in front of all your people where you get starched in the most you know horrific way you know all those things even if you lose you're still going to grow from that experience because Mm. you put yourself there Mm. you went through all the hard yards you went through all that training you know whatever it is doesn't matter what lesson you're going to learn out of it both lessons are good yeah you know like it's going to get it's going to be it's better for your brain you know like you're going to either endure some hard shit and come out and that makes you a stronger person sweet or you're going to be on a run where you're like fuck i just succeeded in something you know that self like oh fuck yeah i feel great Mm. like i'm good at this i can do what i feel like i can do either way you win win you know so it's like that drew me to like why i wanted to have that first one and that set me on the journey to like you know want to do more because I guess the more I do, the more that fucking mindset's going to grow. It's going to make me a better person and keep pushing. It's such a fucking great reason to do something, dude. Yeah. You know, because there's so many reasons that you could be a tattoo artist on the Gold Coast. There's so many reasons that you could want to be a fighter. And it's like to have genuine reasons to do those things. Yeah. And it's not about all the fucking bullshit that comes with it. Mm. Even to be a young dude and be a fighter and be fucking married. Yeah. Like that's not you know that's the hard fucking thing to do really yeah, like man. it'd be hard to be in that position and be fucking not want to be young and fucking single oh, 100%. so it's like you you seem like you have genuine reasons to do shit yeah and it's man. like fuck like it's so important to really think about why you want something because you can want something and it not be the right reason yeah man i just i don't know that's just i just I just got to a point where it was like, you know, you run that bad life for a bit. You know what's wrong. You know what's right. You know what's going to get you in trouble. You know what's going to put you in jail. You know what's going to kill you, you know? And you get to a point where you got to, if you start, especially when you get on a direction, like where I found tattooing, you know? Mm. And then you just want to do the right thing in everything. It's like probably when people have kids, you know? I haven't got kids, so I don't know, but they probably... So I can imagine that you know, they, I, That's how I feel like it's mm. going to be. You're going to be like, you got new clarity. You're like, oh, I've got a purpose, you mm-hmm. know? So I want to do right for this purpose, you know? For me, I found that in tattooing and I've just carried that over with these philosophies, you know, and just sort of set myself up and to back myself. Mm. And, you know, like I don't have a religion like we said earlier, so I've got to make my own shit up, you know, yeah. I've got to do my own rules. Man, whenever I'm competing, it's never about an opponent thing, eh? Like the only fight I'm having is with myself. That's it. Like bro. I don't even think about, like it's literally a faceless opponent. Even I don't remember what any of my opponents look like. I don't remember anything about them because like, right up until the moment you actually touch hands with them like they don't even exist the yep. whole fight is just you and yourself it is man it is 100 percent. that's exactly where i'm getting at with this whole thing man you know and it's just like how do you get better at being yourself like put, yeah. your, put yourself Dude, to the that's test that's a good way to look at it how do you get better at being yourself you got to fight yourself you got to put yourself to the test man you got to fight and you got to win yeah. i guess I, i'd narrow that down right there yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> it takes <fucking> philosophy <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense but right because yeah. like yeah i don't I literally don't care. Like, I don't even care that they're better than me because it's like you get to a point, like I always still get really nervous when I like push the accept button and pay my money for a comp. I'm like, fuck, 
now I have to fight myself until I fucking slap hands with the dude. Yeah. Because I don't care about the fight like, nah. or like the role. I actually don't. That really doesn't it's the preparation, worry me. Bro. It's, it's everything. It's the long set it. mindset. Like when you're in the moment, you're like, this is the easy part. You know, the hard work's done. But mm. it's getting yourself to the end, you know, to the end result. Because fuck, you want to quit so bad. Like I want to quit so every yeah. fucking comp. I just feel like, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to spend money driving a uh, flying to Melbourne. I don't want to fuck fuck this this is like I don't want to do this shit yeah. but then once you've done it I feel fucking incredible yeah and you look back at that and then you look back at like the weeks that you did in the lead up to that and you're like fuck I was on a good path yeah. I was eating good I was healthy I was dieting I was productive with my time you know like I did things I made energy you know like into the right places so mm. you know that's that reflection that's that sweet we had a quick win and it's not about that trophy and that fucking walk away it's about that onset feeling of what you've done in the lead up to that and that's what that's your win you but know? it's hard knowing how hard it is to yeah, do it that. is hard bro and the fact that like you make it as hard as you need it to be you know and mm. you set your you set your standard of how hard you're willing to work for something it's just your perspective on if it's hard or not yeah you know and so like you got to be your own judge and your own point of character where it's like you know how hard am i going to work if you hold high expectations of yourself because you know you can do well and you know you've got more than most you push yourself harder and of course it's going to be harder because you're pushing harder you know Mm. but then you know you could be just lazy and not be with it but then you're going to sink back and think oh fuck i could have done more you know so you're going to have to push yourself to do more because it's like that's what leads to like feeling depressive yeah it's just like no fulfillment yeah no like wins with yourself yeah it just feels like everything's a fucking negative uh, yeah. uh, everything's like bad but yeah. it's like that's why you get in those ruts because it's like you're not having wins with yourself i think it's like i think a lot of that de- depression and it's the reason it's so rampant nowadays is for the same reason is because things are so easy man like Mm. life is fucking easy now you can order food off your phone you can get from a to b with a stranger you know like you have access to all the information at google you know like how like five ten years ago man like everything you had to put work in to get if you you wanted to know something you had to go and find out that information if you wanted food you had to cook that shit or go buy the groceries like all of these things that's like seems same like their necessities now they're just fucking you know luxuries which we just mm. take and we have for granted and of course we're going to expel through those things man we're just going to smash them out and when everything's easy you got less time to do purposeful shit mm. so you got stuck with your thought and you've done everything the easy way so you're going to keep doing things the easy way there's no struggle your mind's going to struggle to fucking you know have purpose of course you're going to have feel like you've got no purpose mm. it's easy to survive right now but it's harder than ever to thrive yeah it's so easy to survive but guess what if you're surviving, you're probably not very fucking happy. Yep. 100%, man. You and it's easy to survive, nail. but yeah. it's real hard to fucking have a nice car and own a nice, you know what I mean? Own a nice car, own a nice house, not at all be the banks and yep. have a fucking job you don't want. It's like, it's hard to fucking thrive. Like, I'm fucking not thriving. It's fucking hard. It's I because, work at it every yeah. day, you know? Yeah. And it, and it is a fucking process, man. Like, I even thought this the other night. I'm like, I'm fucking nowhere near where I want to be, but it's like it's it's not that bad. But it you still, I still just, am like feel like I'm not thriving. You're just on your journey, bro. You mm. know, like, and you're just at phase maybe one. You could be you could be on phase nine. You don't know, and tomorrow's phase ten. You know, exactly. Like, you just you don't know what your path is. You know, like you just got to know that you got to stay on it. And, you mm. know, and that's it. Just stay stay with the task at hand. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It is, it is just hard. Like, so much of it is just even that fight with yourself, eh? Yeah. And that's why I think I stuck with the jiu-jitsu thing. It's like, once I got... I just hit a point where I was like, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Like, and when I crashed that motorbike the other day, 
fucking slammed my shoulder and heard the pop and i was like Fuck. there goes jujitsu mm. and it's like i knew i fucking cared about it a yeah. lot at that moment and it's because like and i think it's why i like the podcast too is it's like there's accountability yeah like i know that i have to fucking show up i know that people know that i can do this and mm. do that and what i'm capable of yeah and if i don't do it i'm just a quitter and i think the other thing with you know when, when it sort of works for you is you're putting yourself out to someone and you don't like letting people down or Fuck not, no. not not no you're not put, you know not doing the task at hand or whatever so like yeah. you know, have you set this up and you're like oh fucking you know i don't want to cancel on this guy or yep. you know i can't move things around like you're holding yourself accountable to someone else helps you makes you makes you more fucking you know i'm sure that makes a good tattoo artist though yeah i love helping people i love doing things i love at the end of the tattoo more than my end result is if i've actually made my client happy you know and you see them like ecstatic or like you know like because tattoos they're usually getting them for like to look beautiful and at the end they feel beautiful or you know for a purpose or for something that may have happened or you know and they get that and then they're emotional because they've endured the pain and they've got that and you know like you seriously that's the best part making people happy all the time you know like i love it you know that's that's what kept me going all, all the time of course the money the hustle the thrive to be an artist but at the end of the day when you're about to go home and you've just made someone happy that's like boom that's a little kick up the ass to keep doing it you know yeah yeah fuck dude that's a really cool way to look at it eh? yeah because it's a, that's sort of what I feel with this is that I put something out there yeah, and it's like for my own accountability it's like I might say like the shit that we've spoke about like there's probably people that would need to hear it or are stoked to hear like the way that you've like crafted your own life and done the tattoo thing yeah. and then done the fighting thing there's probably that people that would like love to hear that and it's like if I've said that and it's like people have heard that shit or you've said that yeah. like you can't not live that life or yeah. you're just a fuck boy yeah exactly like man that's, just, the, that's what it just comes down to it. Just, just to be authentic man like if I'm saying it, it's because I'm doing it you know and I've got nothing to hide like like mm. we said earlier we can film me now you can film me when I'm not looking and I'm still doing the same shit you know so I can say these things you know and everyone should take everyone should do that you know and I think most of the people you would bring on here would be doing the same thing you know mm. they're you know they're excelling in what they do and they're true characters hence them people being interesting and people want to see that stuff you know like and everyone's got a story everyone's got a story bro uh, you got I got time for people man like I live in Century Cove um, and it's like it's like a gated community mm. in, across two golf courses and you can drive golf buggies around and it's like it's like a bit of a retirement there's a lot of old dudes and stuff out there and I'm joined up at the country club because they've got the lap pools and they've got uh, the saunas and all the gyms. No, nah, I don't play much golf. Yeah. Eh? I do like playing golf. I do like I'll golf. I'll come play with you one day. It's on my fine. Yeah, better. yeah. But you know, like, so I'm in there and like in the country club and there's no young people. It's just all the old fellas, you know. And in the saunas and you know in the change rooms and you know out in the pools and stuff, they great. They got a great chat. You know, you mm. can hear so much from these dudes with wisdom. You know, and they're telling you about life things. You know, whether it's the same interests or not, like all these people have got value to tell you you know like it's and if you're at sanctuary cove you've probably done something right they've done all right man that's what i'm all ears this is you know <laughs> like done something right. and the, you see the ones that are happy and they've done well and they're happy and you're like yeah. you're like you're like oh you know what's going on bro did you ever feel like at a point where it because you were doing well means you couldn't be happy like the what it took was just so much that you were yeah gonna... i went i went through a lull i went through yeah. a bit of a like because i think you know, that's I, what that feeling is that was right? i was stopping to smell the roses and got stuck there for a bit you know that's what i feel like you mm. know i and then it's like fuck it's like not that, worth it nah because you're like you, you, even if you're like for me that was just like not having to work every day like you know the shop pays the bills and you know i can just go out and do whatever mm. the fuck i want to do if i want to go for a surf today i go for a surf today if i want to just sit at home i'll just sit at home if i want to smoke weed from the first thing when i wake up i'll do that you know if i want to yeah. binge eat i'll do that if i want to go to dinner i'll go do that you know yeah if i want to go hang out with my mates you know if i want to do something with the wife 
and I just ran that life for ages but like fuck man how long did that last six months probably a year six months to a year yeah fuck you know I was still being productive you gotta do it but eh yeah, you gotta do yeah, it yeah yeah 100% like you, you know, gotta experience the fucking fruit of your labour a little bit but fuck definitely and that, there, that was it that was the point man and that yeah. was probably two years ago before I started this you know uh, yeah fighting for you know. that's sick yeah right cause that makes a lot of like that makes a lot of sense man that you'd kind of get to that point cause like I've never really I haven't really got to that point yet where I'm like shit's running good enough yeah. to where I can do that but it's yeah. like you kind of like even me hearing that I'm like yeah fuck you kind of got to do it but you can't do it for too long that's it man do it but don't do it for too long man. yeah and especially if you're fucking there's like drugs and shit around you're like <laughs> fuck that's real easy to spend a bunch of cash here, oh boys. man you know and the money wasn't even the issue bro like you know like I never fucking spend beyond my means I like I'm not a, I don't need nice things at yeah. all like you know it was just having the freedom of lifestyle to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. But like, you know, which is great, but like you get to your point, you, your days feel purposeless. Like you've gone through a week and you're like, what did I do this week? Fucking nothing. You yeah. know, like, yeah. you know, nothing that you can go, oh yes, pat on the back, you yeah. know, like tick, take it out of your notes or something. Yeah. It you makes know? sense though, eh? Fuck. Cause yeah, you just like, I'd love to fuck. I looked at, posted yesterday that um, I've had something in my calendar from last August to this month. And then I'd really like, booked in back in august yeah and then i'm like looked at my calendar i was like there's nothing after next weekend yeah. and i know that there's probably going to be a bunch of shit with the formula one thing happen but it's like as of right now i've like fucking looked at that patch and maybe that's a little bit of that where it's like i don't have any bookings i can yeah. just sit and do podcasts yeah because like my life's got so busy now with everything around me that it's like actually sitting and doing this with you right now is like such a fucking relief yeah it's and that's, such a good uh, yeah. like and that's where you feel that's like that's where for me like doing doing, doing a work, tattoo was probably doing a tattoo same. yeah, yeah. Being in, like being in the moment everything around the lead up the design process the talking with the client yeah. the consultation the you know all these things and then when you're in the moment that's when you're like <sighs> alright you can relax you know, right? you know yeah 100% and this must be your outlet man this is kind of is right now to be honest yeah. I haven't really thought about it as much till now because and you will like, like you said you'll critique yourself and you want to do better and you'll listen to the sound mm. of your voice but as long as in the moment you're loving it, you do that. That's what you're doing. The sound of the voice thing isn't about the actual sound of like the tone. Oh, that's me. That's what I don't like. No, nah, nah, mine's <laughs> just purely my fuck. I can literally hear my ego. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I know my voice sounds okay. Like, yeah. it's fucking, it is what it is. I'm not changing that. Yeah. But it's more like I can hear if I'm being a fuck with I think that too. I think I've got a bit of both. Yeah. Me. I'm going to have to pause it and go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get some more water. We'll just keep rolling. You know, I feel like it's just been cruising. Yeah, you just you end up saying so much stuff that you're like, "Fuck, what do we talk about?" Yeah. And I always wonder too. I'm like, like yesterday, I did one with one of my friends, um, just for this motocross thing that we do for Red Bull, and he's like, oh, "I didn't think we said anything good, but it was short enough that I knew everything that was said." Oh yeah. Because I'm used to it. Yeah. So like, I've started to get an ear for for like what gets said and remembering shit a bit better. Yeah. But when someone's new and they don't do it all the time they fucking never remember what they say yeah and then you um they're like oh i don't i don't remember but i was like no we it was good trust me like yeah. but these they're three out you're just like fuck i don't it's just, too just much talk, man. Eh? yep um well, you yeah, i don't talk. even know what we're talking about like you know well, like, i don't about, even know if i'm talking about good shit <laughs> yeah, yeah you're doing good uh we should talk about the fighting like yeah what has it been like to you know you said you boys went to the fucking first gym yeah and it was you just went to every gym so like it must be a crazy journey because like there's not a 
massive scene for it until the combat boys come along. Oh yeah, especially not for like bigger boys. Like every there's good gyms. Don't get me wrong. Like there's good gyms here on the coast, mm. but um, nothing for the big fellas. You know, like all flyweights and stuff. Mm. You know? And at the time when I first started training, I was 85 kilos. You know, weighs like 110. You know, mm. so we're just going into all these gyms and it's just like, no, nah, no one's really your size. No one's really your size. You know. And so, like that's so it's what, like there's good gyms, but there's just not enough bodies. The good gyms don't have the size, the bigger boys. You mm. know, that's that's the thing. So that's sort of. And but the CMBT Open, you know, me and Wade, we just we just trained ourselves. And then I've got my own little setup at like um at above my old man's uh, motorcycle shop. Yeah. Me and my mum just share a little gym there, and I've just like put all mats down and some wall mats and some bags and stuff. Yeah. And we were just training in there, man. We were just doing our own thing until those boys opened the gym and it was like all right sweet now there's a proper facility there's coaches there's everything mm. up until then man we were just because he was teaching me what he knew you know from back in the day and he's got the knowledge you know yeah so he yeah, was sort yeah. Of, at the time being my coach and that's just sort of how he fell back into it too mm. just helping me out you know and then it was like fuck let's just do this you know he's sort of like yeah let's do it together man we're back on journey that's so rad eh? yeah so how did it start like you were just fitting in work in between or you just started instantly boxing. were like nah I'm gonna fucking go st- for it all out or how long did that process take well, I started I started boxing uh, to two years three cause years I ago. dude I remember you walked into fucking Shane's that first day when we were painting the wall huh yeah dude yes. that's, so that's right. when I that's was still, when I first met you so yeah so that's where I was still trying to dabble into uh, Jiu Jitsu and you know mm. like there wasn't an MMA gym so I was like fuck I didn't want to try all these things yeah yeah you know? So I'm just Shout trying out to do, Gale Brothers Helmsville. Yeah, well, Gale like. Brothers Helmsville. Shane Lingard's out there. My best <laughs> yeah. mate. He trains out of there. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Other best mate. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so yeah, we, just we, fucking... That's where we met the first time. So you were having to go around looking at different... You were like trying to fucking piece a program together. I'm just like, what's going to be convenient? Because it's like, I have then I have to look at class times, what time I finish work, mm. to go to JITS, what days can I do JITS? Is if I'm yeah. going to get one session in a week, then it's not worth it. You know, like where am I going to get kickboxing? Well, they do sparring it. Yeah. You know, um, fight world on the Saturdays. You kind of need to know, work so on everything together. Yeah. You've got to have like a program because MMA yeah. is not just... You do it's different everything. classes now, and, right? and a lot of and still like not many gyms do it as one. Yeah. They don't coach it as one sport. They don't yeah. have MMA class. They have yeah. a kickboxing class. Yeah. They have a jujitsu. Because you don't need all the jujitsu. Like you're not going to no, be it's doing different. a fucking X guard it's sweep di- it's with diff- a G. It's it's the dudes who know everything. Like fucking like for sure. That's that's going to be beneficial to them. But yeah, it's it's not it's not the same. It's yeah. completely different. Like jujitsu flows. Yeah. MMA jujitsu is fucking boom boom yeah. boom. You know, like it's it's clashy. There's punches. There's elbows you know like yeah it's not the same so yeah you're right you, you le- need you should, to train you learn different things thing. yeah man completely different like i can roll with some dudes and just brute strength and like make them mentally just tap out themselves yeah off, you know and even though i don't know any technique i just manhandle yeah. them enough and put enough pressure on them but they're just like fuck this dude sucks you know like yeah i'm over it yeah then they just give up something you know yeah, that's how I felt when we rolled. I was just like, fuck, he knows nothing, but fuck me, daddy's tough. Like, yeah. So hard to do just shit knuckle that, like, just, I do to other people your size. Just knuckle into yeah. people and then they're just like, you know, and make them beat themselves. Make it's a them, different style. Like, it's, you yeah. don't need to know much technique when you... Because, yeah. like, I don't work... Like, my goal when I train is, like, I want to do the exact opposite. Yeah. Like, I literally want to be so technical that when someone does that to me yeah. that I can do whatever I want to yeah. them and I don't have to use any strength like well that's what I'm so trying to learn so different yeah it's like a mindset that way yeah well that's what I'm training that's what I want to learn obviously like being better technically is, 
that's the way to do it you know yeah what stuff are you mainly working on like how much jiu-jitsu stuff are you working on man we do everything you know like i have to learn everything so do you do jiu-jitsu class as well or just the mma yeah i don't i don't do all of the classes but i definitely do them man and like the ones that i do jump in the boys make note of doing doing mma related things you know like things that i'm going to be able to use yeah that's cool what stuff that you're working on like a lot of half heaps of, re- on the bottom heaps of stuff? Re- well i'm doing heaps of wrestling at the moment yeah. you know because i didn't really have any wrestling going into the last two which is its own <laughs> motherfucker as well yeah so like like i said the first couple of were just like um you know i've got enough to know that i can run off heart and ticker and hope that this guy doesn't have three of the four yeah and then but now i'm getting to a point where it's like all right now i've started to take you know more 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 you know sense of like this is a long-term thing i need to learn everything man you know so, are so you learning first because it's like you could go two ways with it you could be like okay i'm gonna learn first bottom half guard and some sweeps and escapes to like get back to my feet and that's like jiu-jitsu that you focus on or do you focus on the wrestling jiu-jitsu side of it to where it's like i'm not even gonna get fucking taken down so i don't even need to learn all this bullshit you need to learn it all but like but which for way this, do you go for this camp i've done the wrestling yeah because that seems like it makes more sense yeah instead and of going all the way it, to the it worst does make scenario. more sense yeah like but avoid you, avoid getting down first yeah. and then and then address things if you do go down you know is that but, like the new model of thinking do you reckon um man i don't know maybe maybe it's always been around i think like because i think like, i think you know ckv obviously like their striking is such an elite level that you know they're, they've got that and people think that because you know they're hard to get down and they're the best strikers that's the new formula you yeah know? which is probably that train of thought yeah you know because well, that's what the average person thinks about jiu-jitsu they're like oh well jiu-jitsu doesn't work because it stopped working in the ufc and it's like all right but it hold did. on a minute it started from working you know yeah, like, but the reason that, that jiu-jitsu doesn't work in the ufc is because people started doing that style of training to where it's like we're not getting taken down but the average person does not know how to stop getting taken down like it's actually kind of hard to stay on your fucking feet 100 percent. like it's, it's fucking gnarly it's, it's hard even if you know what you're doing That's it, you, I know. Know. <laughs> you know the average dude thinks like oh i couldn't get taken down it's like you'd fall over mate yeah like you'd your fall over like yourself yeah you know hundred percent bro that's it but yeah that's like that's the thing is like you guys just started working on that shit of Mm. like not you guys but in terms of like just mma in general it's like they stopped that jujitsu shit working and it took a lot of fucking work like it's not an old sport you know it's not like boxing where it's been around for you know decades Mm. and centuries it's it's quite a new sport so of course the people are learning as we're going you know mm. like there's new techniques and there's new styles and there's things that will take you know runs for a long time and weight different weight divisions will also divide of what how people do things you know it's it's good and it's going to evolve too you know yeah. there's going to be a new way in 10 years that comes with doing and doing mma and looking back and being like how outdated was that yeah you know? are you enjoying that process because it's sort of the same as what you're saying about the tattoo process it's yeah. like there's old you're using the old guns and making needles yeah. and then it's like now you don't have to do that it's like I the like, knowledge is i like there. Be, i like being back at the bottom i yeah. don't like knowing everything i don't like being like the or not even not that i knew everything but like i don't feel like i've well you're a fucking black belt in tattoos yeah it's like, like once you, know, you get to that point yeah of course and a black belt probably feels more. you can learn more yeah. but you feel like you're pretty well knowledge yeah. so going back to like fighting even boxing or any craft like any sort of combat I'm learning to one two. I'm learning to move my feet. I'm learning to keep a guard, you know. Yeah. And the the fact that you know you can go in and get beat up by a kid in here, or you know, a skinny little twig or a girl in the gym, and you're like, fuck, you know, like I'm not as good as I think, you yeah. know. Like there's so much fucking levels to this shit, and you know that that hunger for knowledge 
in something that I knew that I was passionate about, knew that I had, you know, other bits and pieces that I can bring to the table to this sport. Yeah. That kept me hungry and kept me going. So do you think that like you started late fighting in terms of like um, your uh, career? Do you think that you've got to do the same thing with the tattoos almost is like blaze a new path, like do your own marketing, take your own, you know, your own shit into control in terms of like, just crafting a career because it's like that that path isn't yeah. set out in Australia yeah. the same way it is with like the US and yeah. things like that like you've really got to drive your own ship yeah yeah definitely man like but I'm not I'm not like I'm not setting out in, in a sense where it's like I have to end up here and I need to do it on this timeline yeah. and I do it and I'm just like I know there's I know I know where it's you know where, where you can be here I know how to do it I know how to get there I know how to market I know how to do these things I'm just doing what I feel like I, I, I know best you know I'm just doing me doing what I know sticking to that and if it works good you know if it doesn't I'll learn that it's not working and I'll try and fix that and then I'll keep attacking it you know yeah yeah so I'm, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to stick to a routine or I'm not trying to do something in particular I'm just running with it man yeah run you're, with, you're run run almost impulse. just like doing the things that you think it's gonna take yeah cause you don't really know what it's gonna take how could I yeah you know but you're just like trying to make the best call in the moment. Like, yeah, yeah we need to fucking make a video of us training. Yeah. You know, like that sort of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're people want to see this. All right. The UFC does these, you know, embedded. All right. Fuck. We may have to do something like that down the track, you know, like just get people involved in what you're doing in the lead up to things, you know, and so that when people watch your fight, then those promoters may say, oh, look, everyone's watching this guy fight. What's so special about him? You know, mm. like you got to do those things you got to know what people want you know you know got to see what the outcome is you know it's going to set you apart from the group you got to start putting things in place to make sure that that happens for you mm. yeah fuck man it's it's really cool the way that you know because you do have a cool story like there is a you know it's a unique story like there's not another version of you no. out there and it's like fuck there's bank on that you know like yeah. that's that shit that you've Man, I've, li- I've lived years. a full life hey like i've <laughs> you could imagine like, i could die tomorrow and feel like i satisfied with what i've done you know and it's good man but i'm i'm staying hungry i've got a new purpose now it's like i'm gonna keep doing this you know and it's gonna set to fucking even new more you know more 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 crazy shit that's gonna happen in my life how hard was it physically on your body to start like when you made the jump to be like i'm gonna start doing full-time camps yeah and like put that as a priority fuck how hard was that shit on your body brutal man and the tipping point was um when the boys were doing i think it was the perth card where uh all the boys or like tyson pedro and bam bam and mm-hmm. all that because mates with them sort of prior to that that you know they all over them mark Hunt was over there you know junior tougher justin tougher like all of those guys and they're like, you know, yeah, Josh, you come along for the camp, you know, like if you you want to learn, you know, you want to do you this, like you want to be around, <laughs> yeah. you know, like come. And I'm like, fucking, you know. So I just I did it, man. I just did this four weeks of this camp with the back end of this camp with him, and like put myself, did all the things, did all the training, got did all beat the classing. Didn't so much train with those boys because you know, obviously, like I bring nothing to the table. Yeah, training with yeah, them. yeah. But just being around that process, you know, and putting myself training every day is the same schedules you know similar to what they're doing you know and trying not to miss things and trying to eat the fucking right things and trying to do all that and then after four weeks seeing my results was like fuck i'm pretty happy with where i got at the end of this this is something that i could do you know yeah right and that's all was like you know yeah all right 
But was it hard on your body physically? Like you really, because man, hard everywhere, man. It's hard physically, mentally. Definitely hard taxing on your body, man. Yeah, and coming hard to push through that. Coming is from being a tattooer. My back is cooked, man. Like yeah, right. You know, hunched over, drawing for so long. Yeah, it's it's all tattooers. You ask them, I bet they've got back problems. Yeah. So dealing with back problems, you know, dealing with all that and dealing and trying to train and trying to get fit and trying to keep up with everyone else when you... How much fucking mobility and flexibility shit are you doing? Now I'm fucking good, man. Now I'm like springing around like a frog, you know, like I got... So you put a lot of work into that with like massage balls and stretching and shit? Deep tissue massages weekly, get massage balls, grinding it out, rolling, doing all those things, man. Like I endure like like a lot of pain, a lot of do put myself through it because I know that it, you know... There's people like... Even for me to train, like when I'm training good and which has been, that's been another big struggle lately is like in terms of being busy and shit, like fucking it's been hard to figure that side of it out. But it's like when I'm training every day, there's a level of commitment I have to have to my body. Yeah. just to fucking get there and still be sore that's that battle man it's, it's like crazy it's like, yeah. oh, people so don't get it too tired i'm not gonna do it today you know but once you're there once you're warmed up once you're in the yeah. moment and then at the end of it you get that endorphin release and you're like fucking glad i did it now yeah had i sat home i would have felt like a lazy shit you know but that's that mental that's that switch that's that i know i need to do this you know i'll feel better once i've done yeah. it and i know it's the right thing to do you gotta push through you know but yeah just the pain of being on a massage ball as you never, much as I am you're just like fuck I, like, I asked her the other day I go is this always gonna hurt is there gonna be a point where nah. you just do these deep tissue massages she goes not for the training that you do no way bro you're I gonna, wonder that all the time where I'm like is it never gonna is there I'm a like, point what's where the point of doing this yeah. like I fucking always have like crazy bad knots and yeah. crazy sore fucking hips and crank neck oh. sore shoulders and bad back and you're just like when does strain this fucking and you name it yeah everyone and all these every most athletes do that shit but it's like you just gotta fucking knuckle on man that's it yeah it's not you just wonder you. like you wonder if you should just stop doing it though because yeah. you're like you know what if Is it's this gonna too be taxing? this fucking sore yeah. and i'm spending this much time on it to still feel fucking sore yeah but like i don't know i i feel like i didn't really stretch i did a little bit to to get through vietnam because we rode for we rode for 10 days and we're doing like 300 kilometers to about 180 to 300 k's a day yeah and it'd cook you back yeah and like i had to do just maintenance but i wasn't doing like my normal program of like spending an hour at night and rolling out and doing all that shit and then in bali i did nothing because i hurt my shoulder i couldn't be on the ground i couldn't like couldn't really move and like even now i got home like my back's all right now and then i'm like all right it is worth it because like left unattended fuck you turn into a bit of a shit box oh man bad like if i don't if i don't keep up on my body there's days I'm just can't even get out of bed man like yeah. I'm crook and there's those days that you start battling in your mind you're like fuck I'm hurting I gave up today I didn't get it done you know I'm in too much pain and then that's that mental state that you start fucking finding yourself in these ruts because you know triggered off one little thing yeah should I be doing this in my waist you know and plus like the way that you get massages and shit like it costs a lot of money yeah man it's not cheap like to just to even keep upkeep with everything costs a lot of food. money man you know for anyone that's doing any fitness if you're looking after yourself people it's a huge market so people are making money so it's gonna yeah. cost a lot of money and you believe that you need more than you do because of the information we now have you know like yeah you know you should be doing this and you should be eating that and you should be drinking this and you should have this after your training and then you should took these and then you that's know, what's fucking the 
best thing about combat, man. Like, I get my CMBT shit, and I only take what they give you. Like, yeah. and it's only like three products. Because yeah, I'm like, you, you just I do need the fucking the, the reload. Yeah, and then yeah. the protein. Yeah, and fucking and aminos and aminos. And that's pretty much it. See it, bro. I'm not, I don't. I don't fucking dump in and smash heaps of stuff. Yeah, like, I'm all, the same. All these products and all yeah. these things, like you know. I just listened to what Geordie says to have, man. He made me a program. I stuck to that and just... He's a bit of a fucking wizard, old Geordie. I'm getting him on here. Man, he's he's crazy. He's doing everything. He's got all the fighters, man. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got a program and it works and he's fucking super attentive and he genuinely wants to help people. Like, it's been good for me. First camp, I'll, I'll give the cut of that. Yeah, well, like, even... That's what I'm saying about, like, you must feel like you're in the middle of a fucking movement that's happening. You got even down to, like, Adesanya being the champ and then you got fucking ty doing real good here and you got fucking all that that crew and it's like you, you must feel like you're a part of this thing and then you've got geordie the fucking fight dietitian then yeah. you got miles and cell that have got the cmbt facility it's yeah. like i don't know it just feels feel like, like all the stars yeah. are aligning and it's not just for you it's for like it's for everyone it's involved opp- it's opportunities that are around yeah. here for these people man but like 100 percent, it's, it's like you're all driving each other though you know yeah geordie's def- elevating you yeah you're elevating geordie you're elevating miles miles yeah there's a crew that's man, fucking everyone's it's, on it's, the mo- it's a momentum man and yeah. that's like like that's why i've got so much faith in where i'm at and what i'm doing you know like up until now i was even wondering if i had to do camps in australia you know i'm like well, i'm gonna have to go here to do a camp have yeah, to tiger, right. i'm gonna have to go to because it wasn't it was at the time nothing you know yeah and then i'm like fuck that's more time away from home that's more money that's more fucking more strain on relationships you know? yeah. more strain on more work. everything bro so it's like now that all these pieces of the puzzle are fitting in here i can train here i can fly yeah. here i can do everything you know and it's like perfect it's just sort of working out for me man yeah it definitely feels like i'm in the right place at the right time and this is a moment that i should be able to capture and so that's what i'm doing man i'm giving it i'm running at it and all that shit leads to the because you get the self-doubt but all of that shit leads to the things that overcome the self-doubt yeah and then that's the thing that lets you be able to achieve the things that you are because you're kind of not in your own way yeah definitely that's it it's fucking cool man it's, and and it's how it feels and it's like even with you know the crew that i've got around me it's a, it's a real similar thing like you end up with like a group of people and you've got this cool network because you can't ever do it alone and it was probably the same in the tattoo business yeah. for you it's like you would have probably felt the same thing like you had yeah. these key players that yeah. come up at the right time and a movement was created yeah. and then you played a part in it but so did a lot of other people you could be captain but you need a crew mm. you know and 100 percent. that's just how to fucking direct it you know, yeah. how, do you, how do you make people where do they fit in you know you don't make the dude who does all the flags and you don't put him downstairs you know yeah like you just got to know where to put people how to put them there and then you know run and run your crew and even like you were saying before like one of the things i noticed when you were talking about helping with that first tattoo shot you were never too big to like not do the floors or do the phones or i wasn't getting paid for nothing my old man's like this is at the very start when i'm like literally had only been doing a handful of tats fucking not getting paid to do any of this construction work my old man's going man you're getting rinsed by these fucking dudes like you know they're just making you work you're not mm. making any money like you're not getting anywhere with your life you're fucking doing all this sacrifice you're getting nothing in return you know and i can see why he says that as my old man he sees what's going on your kid's doing all this work for this guy and what's he going to get out of it a place to maybe fucking do a tattoo if he lasts that long because he's got no money you know and then it's but no i knew man like i'm like nah, this is going to benefit me this is going to mm. this is what my, this is what i got to do this is the path and i'll do it and sure enough man all those fucking pieces of the puzzle ended up fitting together fuck it's like you almost just force it to happen eh? just force it bro like just by working your fucking ass off it just forces it to happen yeah you just if you just beeline at something man eventually you get there even if you can't keep chucking shit in front of you yeah just motor through 
So what's been um, some of the like most fun shit about like being semi full time? Because it's like, you know, I have that thought like, fuck, if someone was like, dude, you could just be full time at jujitsu, I'd be like, man, it'd be fun to just go that deep into something, you know? Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse, man, you know, because you feel like you can't miss training. You got mm. obligations. You got to be strict to your diet. You got to do all these things because it's the right way to do it, you know. And if you're not doing it at a hundred percent, you know, you're gonna get back to the same thing. If you're doing a different di- direction, something that you were good at, mm. you're still gonna make lazy choices. You're gonna feel shit about those things. You do, you know. It's the same, man. It's a blessing and a curse because I am blessed because some fighters, like Shannon, who's you know the main card of this, he's working a nine to five, doing mechanic all day every day. You know, mm. and then comes to training and gets his shit done. Does things in the morning, does his full day's work, goes, does his training, goes home, he's got a family, raises his kids, you know. And he's been doing that for years and for years and for years, you know. So, yeah, it is a blessing for me, you know, and 100%. But it's also a curse because I feel I better be making the most of that because mm. there is other guys out there. And those were the guys who will outwork me, you know. Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm doing that. Yeah, fuck, man. So, it's like he'd probably kill to have what you have. Yeah. But then a part of you would probably kill to have what he has. Yeah. In 100%, 100%. Cause, yeah you could like kind of see the yeah you know you could see like it'd be nice to do it without all that pressure and without that oh, feeling of guilt definitely man you know but he's then you know he's the hardest worker in the room yeah you know he's got he's got what it takes so know? for you to be harder working than him with all of the things that you've got good in your life that he doesn't have to deal with yeah. you'd have to work pretty fucking hard yeah but you know I, I delegate time into other tasks that may set me up for a brighter future you mm. know whether it be a business decision you know whatever it is a new venture you know like you know marketing sit down go to the shop fucking sit down with my boy I got a guy who does all our marketing all our filming you know Jesse GFX so shout out to that guy yeah, too he's he's, if everyone sees all my stuff He's the man. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the guy behind it, man. Honestly, even Hot, with Hot the Richard fight boy. stuff that you've done, he does almost. Yeah, like, and I'm so comfortable with him, and that's another reason that, yeah. like, I don't mind, you know, starting to get on camera because he's just been my homie for ages, you know, for so many years. It's like, I oh, can just you can film, him, bro. Like, you know, yeah. that's, that's that's nothing. Did you guys start that whole like Instagram filming, making edits for the yeah. tattoo shop? Was that like hundred percent? We've been doing it for ages, man. And yeah. anything that we do as a studio it gets bit within like yeah ASAP, man. Like people just must troll us and do what we do man and like you know it's fucking annoying but that's life and yeah. if it wasn't in this industry doing it it'd be in another and it'd be the same thing so you yeah. just gotta stay ahead of the game man that's like don't sit and smell the roses for too long because yeah. your competitors are doing all the same shit that you're doing and just as quick it'll it'll work for them if it works for you and then you know they catch up so you gotta be thinking of new shit doing new shit being in there yeah. putting that you know grind down like is being it, original is it hard to stay like original in the tattoo business because it is yeah. so stereotyped well like from the society and then you know like there is a like a big stereotype around what you would assume a tattoo studio yeah. would be like is it hard to be original yeah definitely man for new people so for now like people know that we've been running the same race since yeah. day dot so we're authentic you know yeah. like we're just genuinely what we are like we're on display you can see it like you walk in the shop you get a good vibe you know like we've been running like we've been getting credentials for ages you know voted the number one tattoo shop on the gold coast really yeah the bulletin does those things where they're like wow that's sick yeah so you know bam we got that early on man you know we got that title and that sort of helped and i just made sure that we got good value man like you know treat people good make sure that they have a good experience you know listen to what the client wants drop the fucking ego no rock stars up in here like yeah have all those core values let that fucking and then set that in and just stick to that yeah if that's what you are and that's how you feel 
just keep doing that and people will just go oh yeah this is genuinely what it is you don't need to hide anything it's not smoke and mirrors there's other tattoo shops out there i'm not gonna throw their name out there i'm not gonna throw them under the bus but like they'll they'll advertise artists that they don't even have you really? know and they're in you know they're bringing in work into their shop people rocked up they, the, the client doesn't know much better you know they've just seen this amazing tattoo they rock up to the shop Some, oh, so they're doing like the repost deal it's the bullshit yeah, stuff man right. you know and they, cut, they come in and they book the tattoo and they don't they don't they're getting stung for these tattoos then you know who's doing them yeah right you know like just just sneaky shit there's stuff's going on man in this industry but it's just like just be authentic that can't come undone eventually what they do is gonna come undone you know yeah it must be frustrating but when you like it is bro it's the same for my buddy and we've got you know group chats within the studio of all the crew like you know and we just you know we'll we'll laugh about it and write it off about these fucking dweebs and blah 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 but you don't do anything man like they're not sustainable they're doing shit that's like Mm. yeah you make a quick quick hustle now but you can't keep that going you know like it's all smoke and mirrors you know can't do it did you feel like you were more of a like a natural leader like you were had that leader mentality your whole life or did you learn that through the tattoo shop i still don't see myself as a leader man like well, yeah for I, sure though i hate telling cunts what to do i hate telling people what to do i just set it out that makes it super easy super convenient you know what you need to do i shouldn't need a bovia and like that you should run your race in conjunction with how i feel is the right way yeah and like when people like who can they see that and they adapt to that man like that just becomes i don't like being like a dude who's calling you telling you to come up and you're late and this and that and the other you know like i I don't feel like i'm a leader in that sense but like yeah i guess like i I do like i run a business with a lot of staff and have all these people so you have to lead lead yeah yeah, so but yeah i mean it's like i wondered though if that that was like something that you learned through the shop you got better at that over time or do you feel like you always had that like leader mentality um like us like i think that came early too like from graffiti crews like we'd have little graffiti crews and i'd have to illustrate like all right we need three of us to get together yeah. let's go to this highway spot you know we need this x amount of paint you need to bring the black you know and i was like i didn't feel like i was leading at the time like yeah. it didn't like i i just felt like i was doing what i wanted to do yeah. but it took other people to make it happen you yeah. know but like reflecting on it now like that's yeah, leadership. Was, that's yeah. leadership. It's illustrating the fucking the direction. Yeah, yeah, being the dude that's like you said before, like steering the ship. Yeah, because yeah, like it, it is hard to be that, like, be a leader because then there's a lot of accountability and like being responsible for a cruel people, and then like the success of that collective group of people. Yeah, and then it just falls on you, like. But you know, I never felt the pressure because I just was doing what I felt like we all wanted to do. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, that's fucking cool too, man. Like to to think about that journey as well of like fucking it's crazy having a like, like i said i've had this crazy yeah like it's fucking things. sick and that's why i wanted to get you yeah. on too and it's, it's like, weird man like that people want to know about all this but stuff people too. struggle with this shit bro yeah because it's like there's not again it's like there's not that many of you out there yeah and it's like even me there's not many people that are like making a living by sitting down talking to that person yeah. it's like you want to it's interesting because that's not the normal thing it's like what are they doing that's different yeah and it's like it can't be understated like that you're making fucking bank in this tattoo shop at a fucking not even 30 and then you want to risk all of that image like you're even carrying like the fucking fresh ink logo like you're literally carrying your fucking business on your like on your back yeah man and it's like it's bro it's hard jacket don't get me wrong man like it's hard to risk all that shit bro bro and the risk that's the risk man and that's the risk i'm willing to weigh up for the like imagine if you got knocked out your first fight 
with your fucking fresh ink trunks and shit on. Yeah. Like, that's fucking heavy. Yeah, bro. I wear the way of the you're world. Risking. My, yeah, everything, bro. And, you know, like, and honestly, shout out to all my crew because, like, without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do, man. Yeah. Like, I've got these people who go in and they do their work and they grind and they don't make it a fucking shit fight for me. You know, my wife's in there and she's helping, you know, the work, but I can't be in there like I used to be and I can't steer this ship the same way that I used to while I've got this new direction. And, like, I'm so fucking blessed to have a team like them yeah. who fucking just come in, do their work and happy with the environment that we've built because, you know, they've been around me for so many years that they're just, like, they know what's going on, like, you know, and they don't have any resentment towards me because I'm not in there and I'm not working full-time, which I feel that guilt, like, you know? Yeah. Of course you do, like, you know, you're like, fuck, you know these people want to see me tattoo they want to see me working in there they don't, I don't want to be one of those bosses who's just like sits back and makes all the money and then everyone else is working like you know yeah. I've never been that guy I've always been there every day you know working with them but the fact that I'm doing it for a purpose I think like you know they all respect it and I have so much respect for them to just do be their okay work and it. be okay with it you know and like and, and they just go in and do their thing man and it's like it makes my life easy, man. I'm not, it's not always easy, but like it makes it way easier yeah. that I have that, you know, and that that's what and that's that's what I built. But yeah, like it's fucking, it's crazy because it's like, I think that why people would want to listen to you is it's because it's like you've got a lot to lose, yeah. And I think you're always interested in the people that, and that's what like putting yourself out there is is like you you take notice because you're like this cunt's got a lot to lose yeah and i mean even that's probably like one of the reasons i've like logged on to watch your first fight like i was i was in new zealand i was like somewhere weird yeah and it was like i logged on because like i wasn't necessarily even like man that first i hope fight. you fucking win or lose i didn't even have a feeling i was like he's just got a lot to lose yeah and i want to know what the fuck's gonna go on because that's impressive yeah man know? it was like something on that live stream that was like 10 15 other different countries people that i'd met from around the world like were all tuned in you know yeah. like all these people had you know gathered to watch me fight you know and there's like people interested they some probably enemies wanted to watch me yeah. lose all these dudes that yeah. are beat up in street fights or you know had run-ins with back in the day they're probably like rooting for me to lose it's funny you say that i've had some enemies that i used to punch on with message me out of the blue like man i know we had beef but like fucking good on you like yeah. doing what you're doing you know and i was like crazy shit you know but that's because i think people realize that like you fucking chilling like you don't have to do this shit <laughs> i don't have to do it bro like you fucking don't and people know that like yeah. if you know you then you know like that you don't have to fucking yeah. go and fight a cunt right now nah. like you can be fucking cruising yeah i'm all good bro and i think that's that's also like that's what makes it interesting that's what makes it interesting and that's what i i'm i think and keep it, it uses my advantage i don't have to do it yeah so if i want to do it and i want to do it and i want to do it well that's on me you know i don't need to succeed in fighting to for be my be all and end all i didn't train for 10 years and then like this is my last crack at doing something good because i never really pushed myself into another career yeah. and i didn't excel into another field you know like i've been and done all something you know and it's like i've got to a point where i'm comfortable i'm content i don't need more than what i have you know and it's like well then let's try a new fucking struggle man you know like yeah let's throw yourself at this one <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking sick though man because like that you look at like that's what's cool about connor right now mm. connor's comeback's cool because it's like you know he doesn't have to be there yeah man and that's... like you want to watch that guy floyd mayweather you want to yeah. watch that guy because like he's fucking 50 and oh yeah he doesn't have to be there he doesn't like you don't need to risk that nah. shit but it's like you're interested when someone's prepared to risk it all yeah because you're like a big part of you probably isn't yeah you there there's people who are like they see the best in themselves and they fucking strive for it like you know mm. those that and they have to test themselves they're also they've been playing that game with themselves for years like where they're like all right 
need to test myself. And there's a bit to, of that for you, you reckon? I feel there's like a bit of that for me. You need to know if you're as good as you think you are. Yeah, in a way. not even yeah, not like, in an ego. In a, not, way, not, in, like, not in yeah. an egotistic way. Definitely, you can say that. Yep. Yeah, because I feel like that in a way too. You know, I feel like I'm like man, I could be as big as I wanted to be, and and I look back now at some of the hard times I've had in my life. Yeah. I probably didn't want myself to do well. Yeah. And I thought that because of bad shit I'd done in the past or the way like, you know, intentions, then it's like you end up being a roadblock for yourself in a way because like I didn't think I deserved it. I always thought I was good enough to do like have a really fucking crazy, amazing life. I thought I had the brains. I knew I fucking had the hard work, but there was like, I think there was a part of me that was like, do you even fucking really deserve this bro like you've done this this and this like fuck you you don't really deserve that yeah. but it's like i think i'm finally like getting rid of that thing and now it's like i'm okay to say like you know what i could do whatever i wanted yeah. and now i know that whatever i do i do value helping people yeah through that process man i can relate i can relate definitely bro 100 percent. that's you pretty much hit, the, hit it on the head you know like you don't have to i could do i knew always knew that i could do whatever it is that i wanted good you know and i found one thing and then i found another you know and it's yeah you gotta test yourself and you gotta run that race and you gotta see you gotta see for yourself it's a risk though eh? it's a risk it's a massive risk as soon as you start going for something for me like you know you know i could make you know tattoos are thousands of dollars you know i could be making thousands of dollars each week doing tattoos doing my craft but i'm not I'm, i'm i'm sacrificing that money and i have been doing for a long time in order to chase this dream and chase this something that it's a huge risk you know what i mean like all the money that i could have saved i think about this stuff all the time you know all the mm. money that i could have done all that stuff could've that i could have had house, house, kids, have, all these things man all these things and that's the sacrifice you know like so i'm sacrificing financially too 100 percent. i'm sacrificing in the same avenues and the shit that everyone is all these fighters but i'm weighing up the risk and reward and for me like i need to know you know i need to know what so like no one knowing if you can do it is worth risking yeah. losing it because if i don't do it i'll just think about that forever yeah you know at least if i got the answers i'll be like huh, i wasn't cut out for that shit or you know i was cut out for that shit and fucking it leads to something great do you ever think about or like do you ever even like have the thoughts of like fuck what's it gonna be if it does pop and go like real fucking crazy nah never just don't even go there don't even go there I'm on, I've got like I'm so far off that yeah. you know like I'm the start of this career man like I'm, yeah. at, I'm really just fucking I'm only like laying the fucking the pebbles you know yeah I gotta fucking do what's in, what's in front of me I gotta take this step before I start looking at that if I start looking at that you know I've already skipped the whole the whole fucking process yeah you know well dude there's a there's a fucking say, like a lyric on a Mac Miller song and it says head in the clouds toes in the struggle and it's like that's the fucking balance because it's like you need to see the future version of yourself yeah only to a point where your toes stay in the struggle yeah if you let yourself fucking float off too far and your toes fucking go out of the struggle yeah and into the fucking clouds then it's like that's that that's where you're in fucksville like that yeah man (laughs) that's like going off the rail shit well you know r.i.p yeah right (laughs) crazy man but yeah i thought about that like I heard that literally I, I think I was while I was riding in Vietnam I fucking I listened to that his shit so much yeah and I like I heard that line I was like dude that's like that's true and so even, true even for me I'm like I always I'll be working in here and I'll I'll be like yeah this is where I'm gonna put this and like 
if I did this, this and this, fucking, yeah. and you're like, your head's in the fucking clouds, yeah. but you're sitting in here working and yeah. like the toes are in the struggle in yeah. a way. Like it's such yeah. a fucking cool way to think about it. It is. But the problem, you know, with that is like you said, if your head's too high in the clouds, yep. you're going to have these high expectations and you're going to think that you're achieving them. And then when you don't, you're like, what the fuck? You know, like say for instance, you do a podcast with someone who you think is going to be great and you're like, oh, this one's going to trend mm-hmm. We're off here. and it doesn't. And you're yep. like, what the fuck like i put all the pieces together i got them here i've advertised i put all the keywords this that you know yep. whatever and it doesn't and you're like whoa that's that's toes in the fucking sand you know yeah like, dude you know that's it man and you, you just got to find that balance and just like all right boom who cares next one you know that was good i'm happy pat on the back move on yeah well dude the that whole thing's so real like the fucking you know do you know taylor cecil the trainer he's a fucking he's a G he does like a ton of big at like Mick Fanning's knee rehabs and oh, stuff yeah. like he's like a fucking G and uh, you know you got like Travis Pastrana comes on it's like that's big and yeah, that does huge. well you think it's gonna do more yeah. never does never yeah. does if if you think about it it never does as good as you think about it yeah and then Taylor that's that head in the clouds too, yeah. too high dude and then Taylor fucking got like 3,000 2,000 Instagram followers like no one no one knows about the guy yeah massive why yep. just fucking great show yep great dude and yep. it's like if you thought you know you're not thinking about it yeah. you're just fucking doing it you're just like, doing you it, don't man. know what's gonna pop yeah man like that's it don't put all your eggs in that basket just have just keep motoring through like you know that's it bro just stay on that so <laughs> tonight Saturday uh, not tonight Saturday Saturday, Saturday night. night fucking what's going down Eternal MMA, Southport Sharks. There'll be live streams. The main cards are on so Fight Pass. So it's UFC Fight Pass. UFC Fight Pass. My fight, if you want to watch it, it'll be on the YouTube stream. So like, I'll post up a link. Eternal MMA will post up we'll a link. We'll post one up as well. Yeah, um, I'm the last of that card. So probably around 7 p.m. You can watch me fight. Um, and then Shannon, he's the main event. So he'll be on at the end of the Fight Pass fight. Perfect. And if you're in the Gold Coast, I'm going to be going and watching the fight. Yeah. Uh, if you're on the Gold Coast or in Brisbane or fucking anywhere close, it's a sick, it's a sick night. It's it as is. close it's to epic. the UFC as you could get in Man, Australia. their production, like we said it earlier, like they got a, they're on point. They know what they're doing. Like this is, this promotion, this gym, you know, these boys that are around, this nutrition, it's all here. It's right here on the fucking Gold Coast, man love home you know right. like doesn't have to go anywhere and you know it's going to be it's amazing man like is there a part of you that doesn't want to knock this dude out in the first round and wants to actually yeah have a bit of course of a scrap? like i want like the whole thing about getting all these fights is i want all this cage time i want experience i want to be tested at different things you know what am i going to pass up an opportunity to knock someone out once i see it hell no so if it comes quick it comes quick but i'm not going to be i'm not going to be pressing for it you know and making sure that that's the only an end result that's yeah. only going to end up you know it could end up, yeah, glorious and great, but they could also end up bad. But you really want to know. Like, you want to get fucking hit. Yeah, man. Like, you know, I, I want. I definitely want to be put to the test a little bit. Yeah. For sure, brother. Of course, yeah. you know, like... And that's a sick fucking attitude. Man, like, you know, I'm, attitude I'm, trying to, you I'm trying to get experience to fight in one of these big promotions, you know, like... Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, so whatever it is, throw it at me, man. Like, I'm going to have to learn this at some point. Yeah, well... We just did a fucking great podcast, mate. I really appreciate you coming in. And on fairly short notice, I'm glad we put it out before the weekend. Oh, good. But uh, good luck, and I'm sure we'll have you on at some point. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it, man. Fuck Thanks yeah, for having dude. me. And I uh, shout out the uh, tattoo shop. Where's the tattoo studio? Oh, yep. So shout out to Freshing yep. Tattoo Studio that's Do in Helensvale. Um, shout out to Australian uh, Duckwork. Those guys helped me out massive with this camp. The Mad Hueys, uh, Ketogenic Kitchen, Sharks Leathers. Um, man, there's been so many people to help me on this fucking thing. It's, it's been good, eh? So...
Perfect, dude. Well, um, yeah, and everyone, either tune in for the uh, YouTube, which we'll post the link, or don't be a fucking lazy cunt and come and uh, and have a beer with me. Yeah, it's almost sold out, so if you're going to do it, like, get a quick... Shit, yeah, all right. Yeah, I think enough. there's, like, a handful of tickets left. We'll fucking get so in there, So probably everyone, you've missed out. Watch <laughs> it online. Watch it on YouTube, we'll post the link. Yeah. But I uh, appreciate it, dude. I'm sure we'll do this again. All good. Thanks, Sorry, bro. bro. Done skis. Hectic. Thanks again, bro. No worries, man. Thanks for having me. That was a trip. Two hours, 45.